Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Today we will be going through the introduction of the fourth chapter of the Adalila of Chaitanya Charitamrita, and this whole chapter is dedicated to the expanded explanation of the fifth and the sixth verses of the first 14 verses of Chaitanya Charitamrita, which are the which are very very important verses, um, as we have repeatedly said this. So the first 14 verses are very important and they have been expanded. The explanations of these 14 verses have been expanded over 8 chapters altogether. So today is the starting of the 4th chapter. So we are actually looking at the introduction of the 5th verse. This chapter consists of explanation of 5th and 6th verses but we are going to study the introduction of the 5th verse which itself spans about 54 verses altogether. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupahakadamahyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahaganarakunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Vaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita It has been a long time before we have um, met again. I think last Sunday I went on a live stream for the Sunday Bhagavad Gita class. But other than that, from this studio, I haven't come online I think in the last two weeks. <coughs> so I'm sorry about that. So we have resumed again. So today, we will quickly go to the fourth chapter because there's a lot of ground to cover here. So but since uh, this fourth chapter talks about the fifth and sixth verses, we will first chant this verse fifth verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is from the first chapter Adalila, fifth verse. Um, well, in the entire 54 verses that 
I mean, we are planning to cover today. This verse doesn't even come. This comes at the 55th verse. So there is a like a preamble, a prelude to the explanation of this verse. Like the chapters preceding this, the first, second and third chapter, especially second and third chapters. The verse immediately comes, like maybe the fourth or fifth verse, it comes, the main verse of the chapter. But here, it comes at the 55th verse location. So just imagine how much, you know, he's explaining to, to prime us for the, um, to digest the explanation of this verse. But it looks simple on the surface of it. But, you know, there's a lot of import that is embedded into this verse and the next verse as well. Because this is the deepest explanation of religion available to human society. These two verses are the deepest explanation of religious systems. This is the highest, the limit of religious systems. So, let's chant this verse. <clears throat> so, first I will chant. So, there are two tunes for this. One is a standard tune that... Um, I don't know who composed this, but I mean, I came to know of it. But the other one, I just composed. Uh, so the first, I will chant the the tune which I composed because it's easier for everybody to follow. So first I will chant so that you will get an idea and then we will follow it. Um, I mean, I hope you can follow. But here we go. <clears throat> Radha Krishna Pranaya Vikritir Hladini Shakti Rasmad Ekatmana Vapibhuvipura Deha Bhedam Gatoto Chaitanyakyam Prakatamadhuna Tadvayam Chaikyamaptam Radha Bhavadyuti Suvalitam Naomi Krishna Swarupam. The other tune will be Radha Krishna Pranaya Vikritir Hladini Shakti Rasmad Ekatmana Vapibhuvipura Deha Bhedam Gatoto Chaitanyakyam Prakatamadhuna Tadvayam Chaikyamaktam Radha Bhava Dyuti Suvalitam Naomi Krishna Swarupam. So, this is a little more difficult to follow. So, this is the standard tune. There's, there are a few tunes for every chanda, but the one I compose is just my own creation, which can also be sung, which perfectly fits, uh, and it's actually easier to follow. <coughs> So please try to follow. I will chant two words or three words at a time. Okay. Please follow after me. Radha Krishna Pranaya Vikritir Hladini Shakti Rasmad Ekatmana Apibhuvipura Deha Bhedam Gatoto Chaitanyakyam Prakatamadhuna 
ಸ್ವರೂಪಂ ಸೊ ಲೆಟ್ಸ್ ಟ್ರಾ ದ ಹೋಲ್ ಲೈನ್ ರಾಧಾ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಪ್ರಣಯ ವಿಕೃತಿರ್ಹ್ಲಾದಿ ಶಕ್ತಿರಸ್ಮ ಏಕಾತ್ಮಿ ಪುರಾ ದೇಹಭೇದ ಚೈತನ್ಯಾಖ್ಯಂ ಪ್ರಕಟಮಧುನಾ ತೈಕ್ಯಮಾಪ್ತ ರಾಧಾಭಾವ್ಯುತಿಸುವಲಿತ ನೌಮಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸ್ವರೂಪ all right um maybe you can hear this later on and practice on your own so now we will go to the word to word meaning radha shrimati radharani krishna of lord krishna pranaya of love vikritihi the transformation hladini shaktihi pleasure potency asmat from this eka atmanao both the same in identity api although bhuvi on earth pura from beginningless time deha bhedam separate forms gatao obtained tau these two chaitanya akhyam known as shri chaitanya prakatam manifest adhuna now tadvayam tatdvayam the two of them cha and aikyam unity aptam obtained radha of shrimati radharani bhava mood duty the luster suvalitam who is adorned with naomi i offer my obeisances krishna swarupam to him who is identical with shri krishna so what is the whole meaning of this verse the loving affairs of shri radha and krishna are transcendental manifestations of the lord's internal pleasure giving potency although radha and krishna are one in their identity they separated themselves eternally now these two transcendental identities have again uni- united in the form of shri krishna chaitanya i bow down to him who has manifested himself with the sentiment and complexion of shrimati radharani although he is krishna himself now we are entering into this very very confidential topic which is not usually discussed which is not to be discussed in fact among general devotees and among outsiders but um krishnadas kaviraj goswami has said i have to describe this because uh, how will people know it then so he said i will give only a gist actually in the end of this chapter you will see um you see 
right at the end of this chapter not end but nearing the end he says this <laughs> all these conclusions are unfit to disclose in public but if they are not disclosed no one will understand them therefore i shall mention them revealing only their essence so that loving devotees will understand but fools do, will not anyone who has captured lord chaitanya mahaprabhu and lord nityananda prabhu in his heart will become blissful by hearing all these transcendental conclusions all these conclusions are like the newly grown twigs of a mango tree they are always pleasing to the devotees who in this way resemble cuckoo birds the camel like non devotees cannot enter into these topics therefore there is special jubilation in my heart for fear of them i do not wish to speak but if they do not understand then what can be happier in all the three worlds therefore after offering obeisances to the devotees for their satisfaction i shall speak without hesitating so anyway so he's he's disclosing these very very confidential things why they are not to be discussed with general devotees or outsiders non devotees because this topic um may be mistaken for mundane sex life because the affairs of radha and krishna are not like just like a boy and girl relationship in this material world sexual relationships not at all but people do not understand people in general you know they 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 put krishna's picture in the marriage you know wedding invitation card there's nothing wrong but the reason why they put usually is because they think he is the god of love so that my love my my so called marriage will work in this way they want blessings of you know the the ultimate god of love krishna they they equate the husband and wife relationship or a girlfriend and boyfriend relationship in this material world or any sexual relationship to the affairs of radha and krishna it should not be considered the same um, the difference is like between iron and gold gold is so much more valuable then why do they resemble them the reason is that janmadhyasya yatah in the first verse of shrimad bhagavatam it is explained that krishna and his uh, krishna is the origin of everything and in the spiritual this material world it is said urdhamulam adashakham that means in this way in this world uh, sorry this world is a perverted reflection of the spiritual world everything is upside down here just like if there is a tree on the bank of a lake if you see from the other side of the lake you will see a reflection of that tree in the water but upside down this is called a perverted reflection it's a reflection but not but not straight it is opposite it is upside down so that's called a perverted reflection so similarly this um material world is a perverted reflection of the spiritual world janmadhyasya yatah that means he is the origin aham sarvasya prabhavo matta sarvam pravartate krishna says in bhagavad gita also 10th chapter 8th verse so what he says he says that i am the source of everything that exists so in this world the sexual relationships that exist they have to have their they are just reflections of the real relationships right since everything is here is a reflection nothing can uh, exist in the reflection that is not existing in reality now if there is a mango suppose there's a mango tree on the other side of the lake and then in the in the reflection we also see a mango 
and the mango tree. So if I can see the mango in the reflection, that means there must be a mango in the real tree, right? That's a natural conclusion. Similarly, if we see these things, these um, boy and girl so-called sexual relationships, where do they come from? If this is just a reflection, that means in reality, in the spiritual world, also they must exist. the sexual relationships but the sex in the spiritual world is totally completely different from the sex in the material world just like the mango in the, on the real tree is completely different from the mango in the reflection you try to get the taste of the mango from the reflection you will never be able to get it you can dive in the water you try to catch the mango you can never there is no such thing as a mango there is this an illusion of a mango it appears like a mango if you see the reflection of a mango and a real mango, it looks the same. It looks the same. But the reflection will never give you the satisfaction of tasting the mango. You can never taste it. You can only see it and then, you know, um, try for it. But it will, it will be miserable because it will be frustrating because you cannot taste it. It looks like a mango, but you cannot taste it. It's frustrating. That's how sexual relationships end up in this material world or any relationships. Sexual relationship is considered the highest um, happiness, Adhirasa. It is called Adhirasa. Adhirasa means the topmost enjoyment in this material world is sexual pleasure. And every other relationship is a, they have different relationships, but the highest is sex pleasure. So if even sex pleasure is frustrating, what to speak of the others? You may say, oh no, it's not frustrating, it's nice, you know. Yeah, what kind of nice is this? Let's see. I mean, these are hard verses, you know, so be prepared. These are not going to be lightweight. They're going to be pretty harsh. <laughs> because it really attacks our sense gratification. So, but we have to embrace this reality from these verses. Because unless we hear the real truth, we will never really understand that we are in a problem. We think we are all right. But actually not. So you see this verse from the Bhagavatam 7945. Prahlad Maharaj is saying, Sex life is compared to the rubbing of two hands to relieve an itch. You know, when you want to relieve an itch, when something is itchy, you want to relieve it, you want to scratch it. And the more you scratch it, the, the worse it becomes. And it becomes a big bruise, I mean, big wound, you know. And it starts to bleed and it's painful. Hmm. So while we are scratching the itch, it, it feels nice. But then after that, it's going to be very painful. Sex life is compared like that is compared to the rubbing of two hands to relieve an itch. Grihamedhis, so-called grihasthas, that means householders, who have no spiritual knowledge, think that, think that this itching is the greatest platform of happiness. Although actually it is a source of distress. The Kripanas, the fools who are just the opposite of Brahmanas, are not satisfied by repeated sensuous enjoyment. Those who are dhira, however, who are sober and who tolerate this itching are not subjected to the sufferings of fools and rascals. <laughs> Those who want to enjoy this adhirasa, 
this so-called sex life in this material world are called fools and rascals. It's full of suffering actually. Sex is only um, pleasurable only for a few seconds and that's all. To maintain that pleasure, we have to work hard day and night our entire lives to maintain our family, to maintain our children, everything. And then in the end, it becomes frustrating because the same children will turn against the parents or will give them harm with or without knowing them. It's just frustrating. And at the end of the day, even if everything was so-called good, there's nothing like that, but even if someone thinks it is so-called good, he cannot endure it. He will have to give it up and leave this body and get out. When nature says, get out of this body, get out of your home, get out of your relatives, friends, family, that's it. We have to obey. Dukhalayam Ashashvatam. Krishna has certified this world, material world. What is that? In the 8th chapter, 15th verse of Bhagavad Gita. Dukhalayam Ashashvatam. First of all, it's a place full of miseries. And it's temporary. Even if one does not agree that it's a place full of miseries, no, 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 it's all happiness, life is beautiful, this and that, blah, blah, blah. It's temporary. It may be beautiful, but it's temporary. So why not eternally beautiful? That, that is real life. Eternally beautiful life is real life. Not like life is beautiful, but then it's short. What is that? So, um, in order to... Uh, accept this fact fact of death there is this philosophy called stoicism stoic they are trying to meditate on death all the time you know and take it as a some kind of a you know motivation oh time is running out so i must do something in this world so trying to be productive you know something like that is just is just counteracting trying to counteract the disease the, the the misery of death but that's not the way devotees are the real people who can handle death real devotees they are able to handle death perfectly just like a well prepared student can handle the exam perfectly well similarly the perfectly um, practiced devotee knows how to handle death his whole life is preparation for it for the exam but um, he will pass with flying colors at the time of death. So, anyway, coming back to the point, the sex life in this material world, another, I mean, I will just give you another example. Why I am giving these examples? Because Radha Krishna love is starkly different. It's worlds apart, universes apart, you know, um, from our so called sexual relationships in this material world. You see this one, 2.1.2. Sukadeva Goswami is saying very heavy verse. Shrotavyadini Rajendra Niranam Santi Sahastrashaha Apashatam Atmatatam Graheshugrahamedhinam. Those persons who are materially engrossed, being blind to the knowledge of ultimate truth, leave many subject matters for hearing in human society, O Emperor. Look at that. This is more, much more stronger. Nidraya hriyate naktam vyavaye na chavavaya divachate hayarajan kutumbabharane nava. The lifetime of such an envious householder is passed at night either in sleeping or in sex indulgence and in the daytime either in making money or maintaining family members. These are the two or four ranges of activity, the, the entire range of activities of the 
materialistic people at night either sleeping or sex in the morning in the daytime making money and maintaining family members this sums up the entire life of a materialistic human being and of course all the animals also all the animals also live for this now a real sober human being an advanced human being should be i'm sorry i just kicked the camera a little bit so an advanced human being he is called arya arya means he has to understand this that this is actually the path of misery and he has to know how to tread the path of happiness which is developing love for krishna so love and lust are totally different lust and love so this is all explained in this chapter later on but we will not touch that part today we haven't even started not even the first verse so let's start just to give the premise of the whole topic because we cannot equate this to mundane sex life but why does it resemble mundane sex life radha krishna and the krishna with the gopis and all that because this is a reflection and that is a reality and sometimes a mango in the reflection and a mango in reality may look the same um, but the but the effect is totally different the sweetness is only tasted in the real mango whereas the reflection mango has no taste in fact it's a, it's just frustrates us because it just teases us with a promise of happiness but then it does not deliver on that promise that's the problem with this material relationships <clears throat> whereas krishna relationship with him is actually blissful full of and what kind of blissful it never ends and it's ever increasing here even if it's so called happy it will diminish over time it will diminish i think there's even a law law of diminishing returns so the return on investment will always depreciate so there's a depreciation of that love but and ultimately it will vanish one day at death or either by death or by disagreement or by divorce the so called love will go to hell it's all lust actually it's not love all that lust will go to hell but the thing that will never break is love and love can only be applied to krishna so let's see that verse cc adi 4.165 and this chapter only um, see atmendriya priti vancha tare bali kam krishnendriya priti priti ichha dhare premnam the desire to gratify one's own senses is kama lust but the desire to please the senses of lord krishna is prema love so when in this world people say i love you it's absolutely rubbish uh, there's no such thing as love when he says i love you but then at other times he says i love chicken rice i love swimming so what is his love so he has a relationship he has an affair with the swimming he has an affair with the chicken <laughs> what does that love mean that means i like to enjoy eating this thing i like to uh, i enjoy doing this thing i enjoy you when he says i love you i am enjoying you that's what it really means because by seeing you i am happy so this is lust so he is happy in the association of that person not that he is 
trying to make that other person happy of course he will try to make other person happy because otherwise he will have hell so he has to make the other person happy so that's how these relationships are defined in this world it's all based on my happiness and they will so called love each other and then after marriage and then after some time the divorce why there is divorce why where is the love gone because my sense gratification has been disturbed maybe that person has you know he's not giving me the pleasure that i hoped i would get with this person and therefore i don't want to live with this person anymore and that's how divorce happens so uh, but radha krishna love or any love i mean love means with krishna so that relationship will never break <clears throat> so this is the premise okay let's uh, start with the first verse at all, first of all because otherwise we will never finish this chap this <laughs> session at all all right half an hour has already passed we haven't even started so <clears throat> okay not the first verse we'll go to the summary first okay the summary of this chapter in this chapter of the epic chaitanya charitamritam krishna das kaviraj goswami has stressed that lord chaitanya appeared for three principal purposes of his own so as we know there is a external reason and the internal or confidential reason why chaitanya mahaprabhu appeared in this world the external reason we have studied in the last chapter in the third chapter which is <clears throat> to bestow what no incarnation or no living entity has ever bestowed that is the and which is very very rarely given out and that is the sublime um, love of godhead through the chanting of the holy names the sankirtan yagya so he came to deliver all the conditioned souls so that is the external reason it's a secondary reason there is more confidential and primary reason why he came and that primary reason is also divided into three parts threefold what is that uh, this this threefold division of the confidential reason of his appearance is actually described in the sixth verse not the fifth verse um, but anyway since it's in, there in the summary because this chapter is the explanation of both fifth and sixth verses so we will read the summary <clears throat> the first purpose was to relish the position of shrimati radharani to understand radha radharani and just note this prabhupad always wherever there is radha he immediately translates it translates it as shrimati radharani <clears throat> why why not just radha because radha he wants to give respect just like for krishna he said supreme personality of godhead completely protecting his position without anybody trying to by saying god everybody can say uh, there are many gods okay that's why he said godhead head of all gods finish you may your may be yours may be god but krishna is godhead um yes maybe that god you know that supreme god is impersonal no 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 personality personality of godhead oh person means like us no 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 supreme person not like us not like anybody natat samas natat samascha bhyadikascha drishyate supreme personality of godhead there's nobody equal to him nobody above him he is a person and he is the head of all gods and that's his position so completely i mean there's no scope for anybody to enter that realm <laughs> nobody can say i am god they may say i am god because many people in kaliyuga will say i am god let you be god 
you can be god you all you want but here is godhead so never the same so that's how he has protected the position of krishna nobody can even enter into that similarly radha also instead of just saying radha shrimati radha rani she is the queen only to be enjoyed by the king uh, because when they see a female oh people want to enjoy oh radharani is so beautiful um, you just cannot think of enjoying her we cannot enjoy radharani only one person can enjoy her and that is krishna in fact we can enjoy nobody <laughs> we can enjoy nothing everything is for krishna's enjoyment everything that exists is an expansion from radharani when we chant hare krishna hare means the energy of the lord and all that energy is coming from his pleasure potency that is radharani i mean just um consider an example i'm you see uh, honestly before we go further uh, let me tell you this that maybe we will not even cover the entire 54 verses today the way i'm going um it doesn't matter because the most important thing is the understanding we have to deeply understand each and everything of this we're not into rushing we will try our best but we need to understand everything properly as we go because this is very very confidential difficult subject matter to comprehend in fact i am not even qualified to speak on this honestly this is way beyond my cap- cap- capacity that i can understand but we have to repeat by and repeating i get purified you get purified everybody gets purified so we have to do it but at least as much as is revealed we have to understand it properly all right so shrimati radha rani so krishna is the only enjoyer of radha rani everything is supposed to be enjoyed by him hare means radha rani now i want to give an example of how this pleasure potency is the origin of all energies for example if you want to do something if you have to do something when can you do it to your best capacity when can you put your full energy into it when you enjoy it like for example if somebody is a cricket player for example he really needs to enjoy that process of playing cricket to be able to put his full attention full concentration and full you know um and he can put his full energy into it he can work day and night playing cricket because he enjoys it people want weekends because they don't really enjoy their work or they may say job satisfaction but you know there's so much you know that is um, not satisfactory in the job scope as well so anyway there is um there has to be an enjoyment for us to really put out our, our full energy similarly where where does that thing come from it comes from krishna krishna's pleasure potency is radharani and because of that pleasure that he gets by her association his energy is manifest so therefore every energy that exists even the the panchabhuta the, the material you know ingredients and the subtle material ingredients gross material ingredients and we ourselves are krishna's energy all of us are expansions of the energy of krishna and the principal one being the haladini potency the pleasure potency of krishna so we are all supposed to cooperate with radharani in her service to krishna that is our actual position we are meant for that so radharani 
Srimati Radharani. Shri means she is full of all opulences. Just like Krishna is full of you know six opulences, she is also full of six opulences. Full, in full. In fact, those opulences are her expansion only. Hmm. So that is why that is why it's called Srimati, full of all opulences, and Radha Rani. Radha. Radha means one who is or Radhika means one who is expert in Aradhana. Huh? Who is expert in Aradhana? Aradhana means what? Aradhana means worship. The one who is expert in worshipping Krishna, she is called Radhika, the, the topmost worshipper of Krishna. So Aradhana and Radhika or, or Radha. This is um, coming from that word called Aradhana. So therefore, Srimati Radha Rani. Rani again, the word Krishna when he speaks about her, he don't he doesn't say Rani. But Srila Prabhupada always uh, explain or mention her as Srimati Radha Rani. Because Rani is only to be enjoyed by the Raja, <laughs> by the king. She, she is not an object of enjoyment by anybody else. Yeah. So we should not be having any other feeling towards Radha Rani than as a mother. Because Krishna is our father. So to protect her position and to protect Krishna's position, Srila Prabhupada has used these very specific phrases. Uh, to to really uh, impress upon everybody and imprint in the in our heads and minds that they are always worshipable, never to be taken uh, service from or attempt to take service from them. Never try to use them for our service. The other day, uh, there was a there was a couple who came here, and uh, they were a new couple actually. I have never seen them. They came here before, it seems, but uh, I do not know them very well. So anyway, uh, she was saying the the lady that on uh, there is an event called Ahoy Ashtami. I do not know this, but it's I think the appearance day of Radha Kunda, and on that day in Vrindavan in Radha Kunda, all the banks, the entire banks of Radha Kunda is you know so many people offer so many fruits and everything is just filled with the whole thing. So. Um, that event happens and she went there and it seems on that day everybody asks Radharani for you know some blessings you know and they get especially they go for getting children um, to to ask for blessings for getting children so in that way they went and she asked for a child and then she was not having a child for about five years or something and then after that she came back and she became pregnant and eventually the child uh, happened so in this way she was saying but this is actually not the mood one should approach Radharani with. We should never approach Radharani or Krishna with for asking our material benedictions. That is not that is not the way. We have to that means by asking that, if they actually give us, we are taking service from Krishna. We are making trying to make Krishna or Radharani our servant, which is not correct. We should be servitor of Radharani Krishna. That is the meaning of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. This means that, O Hare, O Krishna, O Rama, please let me engage in your service. I have engaged in the Maya service until now, now I want to engage in Radharani service and Krishna service. That is the prayer. So anyway, the three threefold um, three divisions of his confidential reason for his appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu 
uh, of course it is that he wants to he wanted to taste the love of radharani but even that is divided into three so what is that firstly the first purpose was to relish the position of shrimati radharani to understand her glory first of all who is the prime reciprocator of transcendental love of shri krishna lord krishna is the reservoir of transcendental loving transactions with shrimati radharani the subject of those loving transactions is the lord himself and rad and radharani is the object thus the subject the lord wanted to relish the loving mellow in the position of the object radharani same so he wanted to understand radharani that's the first reason next the second reason for his appearance was to understand the transcendental mellow of himself to understand himself lord krishna is all sweetness radharani's attraction for krishna is sublime and to experience that attraction and understand the transcendental sweetness of himself he accepted the mentality of radharani what happened was krishna thought he understood himself well he thought but then when he saw radharani becoming 10 million times more happy than him by looking at him she be- he became puzzled krishna became puzzled how come she is becoming more happy than me by looking at me by by having her devotion to me how can she become 10 million times more happy than me so that is something he wanted to understand what is the glory of radharani that's the first second is what is there in me that i am not able to see that she is seeing if i know what she is seeing i should also have the same pleasure 10 million times of what i am feeling that she feels but she is able to feel that i am not able to feel that that means she is seeing something which i am not seeing myself so there is something in me what is that in me that she is seeing so he wanted to know himself and he understood that he cannot know himself by being himself he want he can only know himself when he is in that mood of radharani uh, so this is this is he he found it a contradiction that how can i not understand myself and she can understand something in me which i cannot understand how is that even possible so to understand himself there is a second reason first to understand radharani second to understand himself third reason the third reason that lord chaitanya appeared was to enjoy the bliss tasted by radharani the lord thought that undoubtedly radharani enjoyed his company and he enjoyed the company of radharani but the exchange of transcendental mellow between the spiritual couple were was more pleasing to shrimati radharani than to shri krishna <laughs> radharani felt more transcendental pleasure in the company of krishna than he could understand without taking her position that means without taking her position he could not understand why she was being she was tasting that pleasure and what is the pleasure that she is tasting he cannot understand that you see um radharani felt more transcendental pleasure in the company of krishna than he could understand without taking her position but for shri krishna to enjoy in the position of shrimati radharani was impossible because that position was completely foreign to him he does not take the position of um uh, loving himself he loves his devotees uh, so loving himself is not is to love him it has to be the other person another person who can love him so 
that's why that that's why it is foreign to him because krishna always loves his devotees he is always thinking of his devotees he never thinks of himself <laughs> so in this way uh, there was a very deep uh, consideration by krishna uh, by krishna but for shri krishna to enjoy the position of shrimati radharani was impossible because that position was completely foreign to him krishna is the transcendental male and radharani is the transcendental female therefore to know the transcendental pleasure of loving krishna lord krishna himself appeared as lord chaitanya accepting the emotions and bodily luster of shrimati radharani so what are the three reasons to know radharani to know himself and to know the the ecstasy or the bliss that she is experiencing by serving krishna or thinking of him so three things these are the three confidential reasons why he really wanted to appear uh, and his preaching of the holy name delivering the fallen souls this is incidental this is like okay by the way i will also do this while i am tasting my this is my real thing i want to taste in all this uh, i want to understand the radha and myself and the the happiness that she feels uh, and by the way i will also deliver the fallen souls <laughs> so it was like that so this uh, it's a secondary reason external reason but even that alone that secondary reason makes him already the most magnanimous incarnation of krishna that's why rupa goswami said namo mahavadanyaya krishna prema pradayate krishna krishnaya krishna chaitanya namne gaurat vishenamaha namo mahavadanyaya you are the most merciful that's why the previous verse also अनर्पित चरीम चिरात्कुणयावतीर्ण कलो समर्पयुन्नतोज्वलसम स्वक्ति हरिपुरटसुंदरद्युति कदम वसंदीता सदा हृदय कंदरे स्फुत वह शचीनंदना युसी दिस् द प्रीवियस् वर्स previous chapter was about this verse may the supreme lord who is known as the son of shrimati sachidevi be transcendently situated in the innermost chambers of your heart resplendent with the radiance of molten gold he has appeared in the age of kali by his causeless mercy to bestow what no incarnation has ever offered before the most sublime and radiant mellow of devotional service the mellow of conjugal love so this was his although this is a very very magnanimous offering already this was just the external reason for his appearance and the internal reason is so much more deeper which honestly we really cannot appreciate um in the beginning stages of our devotion therefore chaitanya charitamrita is a subject matter for the very advanced transcendentalist mm. but since shri prabhupada has given to us we can i mean that's why we are doing these sessions uh, these are actually this is post graduate study of spiritual life which way beyond um it's not beyond is just very deep understanding like for example in bhagavad gita i'll just give you one example in bhagavad gita in the 18th chapter 66th verse you see krishna said very famous verse i think many of you already know this what did he say sarva dharman parityajya mamekam sharanam vraja aham tvam sarva papebhyo mokshayishyami masuchaha now sarva dharman parityajya all kind of dharmas give up mamekam sharanam vraja surrender unto me then 
he is offering something in return mostly almost like a business transaction now you give up everything and surrender unto me i will deliver you from all sinful reactions do not fear i will do it i will i am promising this i will give you so he is still trying to um you know strike a business deal with us for our own good of course it's not that he 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 gets any profit from it <laughs> we get the profit but still he is asking us to sarvadharman parityajya but the limit of this words sarvadharman parityajya were only um, displayed by the gopis i'll show you a verse beautiful verse i was just reading this this chapter this fourth chapter of chaitanya charitamrita and i came upon this wonderful verse it's a bengali verse but ah you see this lokadharma vedadharma dehadharma karma लज्जा धैर्य देह सुख आत्म सुख मर्म दुस्त्यज आर्यपथ निज परिजन स्वजने करये जत ताड़न भर्सन सर्वत्याग करी करे कृष्णेर भजन कृष्ण सुख हेतु करे प्रेम सेवन वट इज दिस ब्यूटिफुल वर्स गोपीज डिड दिस सोशल कस्टम्स स्पिरिचुअल इंजंक्शंस बॉडिली डिमांड्स फ्रूट इव एक्शन shyness patience bodily pleasures self gratification and the path of varnashram dharma which is difficult to give up the gopis have forsaken all these along with their families and suffered their relatives punishment and scolding all for the sake of serving krishna lord krishna they render loving service to him for the sake of his enjoyment not for aham tvam sarva pape bhyo they are not doing this to get uh, to relieve themselves of all the papa and get moksha they are not interested in moksha they are not interested in you know giving up their uh, or or getting rid of their sinful reaction nothing they are just interested in krishna they don't want the, even the, the other part the last two lines are not interested aham tvam sarva papebhyo mokshe shan vasucha they are not interested in those lines sarva dharman parityajya yes sarva dharman what kind of dharma loka dharma veda dharma deha dharma karma lajja dhairya deha sukha atma sukha marma दुस्त्यज आर्यपथ निज पर आर्यपथ मीन्स वाट दिस वर्णाश्रम धर्म दैट इज ऑल्सो धर्म सर्वधर्मान परित्यज दे हैव स्त्री धर्म एज अ वुमेन दे हैव धर्म दे हैव टू टेक केयर ऑफ द एल्डर्स टेक केयर ऑफ द हस्बैंड टेक केयर ऑफ द चिल्ड्रन टेक केयर ऑफ द होम्स हाउस होल्ड एवरी थिंग गिवन अप एंड हैविंग गिवन अप देर एल्डर्स वॉज कोल्डिंग दम दे नेवर दे डि नॉट माइंड दैट ऑल्सो लज्जा अंदर पार्ट ऑफ स्त्री धर्म इज शाइनस दे हैव गिवन अप देर शाइनस एंड वन टू कृष्णा paramor not even their husband you know they left their husbands and danced with krishna but it is never immoral even those im the even the moral principles are also dharma right they are also dharma the kind of dharma um dharma shastras are full of these moral principles manu samhita and yagya valka samhita all this all dharma sarva dharman parityajya mame kam sharanam braja that's it they are not interested in aham tvam sarva pape bhyo mokshe shama sucha doesn't matter we don't care we want krishna to be happy so you will find whatever is there in bhagavad gita and bhagavatam but to the highest limit in chaitanya charitamrita that's why chaitanya charitamrita is a post graduate study not that it has something which bhagavad gita does not have no it's not like that everything is there everywhere but it is just um at the deeper understanding of it 
so even in bhagavad gita when sarvadharman parityaj verse is there you know it it can be understood at different levels but the gopis level of understanding that verse actually they don't even they don't even care for the verse they already are living like that they did not study the vedas oh bhagavad gita krishna said sarvadharman parityaj okay let us do this no they did not care they did not hear any bhagavad gita they did not did they did not do anything they just love krishna that's it that's all they knew that is the gopis and shrimati radharani is the chief so such kind of selfish love was so strong so strong that krishna was defeated krishna promised in the bhagavad gita you see krishna was defeated he promised something in bhagavad gita 411 ye yatha mam prapadyante tam sthaiva bhajamyaham mama vartmanu vartante manushyah partha sarvashah as all surrender unto me i reward them accordingly that means he reciprocates with us as much as we surrender to him if our surrender is more his reciprocation is also more if our surrender is less his reciprocation is also less everyone follows my path in all respects o son of pritha so here he promised that as people surrender to me as the devotees surrender to me that much i will reward them hmm. now you remember this huh he said this right now let's go to this verse 10 ृत्यंजुर्जरगेहशृंखलाधुना i am not able to repay my debt <laughs> krishna became debtor krishna's promise failed what krishna spoke in bhagavad gita gopis rendered those words useless by their love for him i am not able to repay my this is krishna's words to the gopis by the way i am not able to repay my debt for your spotless service even within a lifetime of brahma Brahma has a long lifetime of 311 trillion 40 billion years. In that lifetime also even if I try all my best even if I you know do everything that is possible within my limits and what is a limit he is unlimited with those unlimited limits if he tries to repay the debt of the gopis he cannot he fails so he accepted defeat he said i could not hold my promise anymore gopis have rendered my promise useless in the face of their devotion and your he said your connection with me is beyond reproach you have worshiped me cutting off all domestic ties which are difficult to break this is sarvadharman parityajya therefore please let your own glorious deeds be your compensation whatever you are doing let that be your payment whatever you are doing that is your payment i cannot pay you it's not within my power to pay you anymore reward you for this service like that he 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 said sarvadharman parityajya but the gopi's definition of that the limit to which they took it krishna himself was defeated so this is the greatness of the gopis and especially radharani chief 
So to understand her exalted position, he wanted to come as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Now, let's come back. So this is the external reason. Okay. Wow, we have. <laughs> oh, okay. One one second. Let me go to the summary again. So, where were we? Yeah. Krishna is the transcendental male and Radharani is the transcendental female. Therefore, to know the transcendental pleasure of loving Krishna, Lord Krishna himself appeared as Lord Chaitanya, accepting the emotions and bodily luster of Srimati Radharani. Lord Chaitanya appeared in order to fulfill these confidential desires and also, by the way, to preach the special significance of chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And to answer the call of Advaita Prabhu, these were secondary reasons. Hmm. Sri Swarup Damodar Goswami. Actually, if you remember, if you remember that in the last chapter, to answer the call of Advaita Prabhu was considered already a very elevated reason because he only answers the calls of his devotees. Advaita Prabhu, although Mahavishnu himself, he prayed to Krishna. You please come, personally. I am Mahavishnu, I know, not, not different from you, but still, you are the origin, you, you come. Unless you come, nobody will know the limits of you know, loving affairs and nobody can save these people from sinful reactions. Mahavishnu incarnated as Advaita Prabhu and he himself felt incapable of delivering the rascals of Kali Yuga. And he was requesting Krishna, you please come, you please come, otherwise there is no chance for these rascals. So to answer, just like another example is there in um, Narsimha Leela. Hiranyakashipu challenged Prahalad. Is your God in this pillar? Huh? Is he there? And Prahalad Maharaj said, yes, he is there. Okay, let me beat this pillar and see whether your Lord comes out. He beat the pillar and the Lord came out. Now, whose call did he answer? Hiranyakashipu, because he was challenging and... You know, the Lord felt, you know what, you know, he became angry. You think I'm not there in the pillar? Huh? You think I'm not there? I'm here. He did not come for that. <laughs> he did not care. He would not have cared. Even if he broke the pillar, he would not have appeared. Ah, see, Hiranyakashipu would have easily said, Yeah, you see, where is your God? I cannot see him. You see, I broke the pillar, nothing happened. He could have done that also. Then why did he oblige to the challenge of Hiranyakashipu? The truth is that he never obliged to Hiranyakashipu's challenge. He obliged to the call of Prahlad. When Hiranyakashipu asked as a challenging question to Prahlad, Is your Lord in this pillar? Then Prahlad said, Yes, he is in the pillar. Narsimhadev was bound by the words of Prahlad. He had to answer the call now. Just like we have to answer, answer nature's call without, you know, we cannot do it. If nature, nature's call comes, we have to go to the toilet, right? We have to oblige. We cannot say, ah, I will sit down, nothing will happen. <laughs> what will happen? <laughs> we will pass urine and stool right in here. So, similarly, as, as much as we cannot avoid or we cannot uh, avoid the call of nature, Krishna cannot avoid the call of his devotee. When Draupadi said, hey Govinda with two arms raised, 
immediately Krishna came and supplied. He was in Dwarka. Where was he? Is it Hastinapur? He was going on this nonsense. Uh, stripping of Draupadi. Where he was? Dwarka. Immediately. Sari supplied. Unlimited Sari. He cannot refuse. Just like we have to answer the call of nature, he has to answer the call of his devotee. That already is a very elevated reason. But here, that is also classified as secondary reasons. To preach holy name, to answer the call of devotee, which are very elevated things already. Even that is secondary, considering his more confidential reasons, which are explained in this chapter, in this verse. In these two verses actually, 5th and 6th verses of Chaitanya Charitamrita. So, <clears throat> how do we get access to these confidential reasons? Okay, Yajnaihi Sankirtana Prayer, Yajantihi Sumedha Saha, Srimad Bhagavatam has said that he will come and he will do this. But nowhere in the scriptures, it is explained that he will come to taste the love of Radharani. How? How to know that then? If it is confidential, that means it is very hidden. How will we know? The external reasons have been explained. The color of his body, okay, the, the his mission of, uh, you know, Sankirtan Yajna. And Sangopanga, Astra Parshadam, he will have all these wonderful associates and he will deliver the whole world. All that fine, good, well and done. But, what about his confidential reasons? Who knows? Uh, here it is said, the answer. Sri Swarup Damodar Goswami was the principal figure among Lord Chaitanya's confidential devotees. The records of his diary have revealed these confidential purposes of the Lord. This is the actual source not that it's against shastra oh there's nowhere in shastra he wrote something against shastra no nothing against shastra it's so deep that the normal shastra does not have these things hmm. but it's perfectly based on the shastra principles but it why it is not disclosed then because these are such such confidential subject matters that is not to be generally generally discussed with ordinary public who are who do not understand the greatness of Krishna. That's why even in Bhagavatam, the Raslila, which is the epitome of all pastimes, is described in the 10th Kanto. And the first 9 Kantos are there to make us understand the greatness of Krishna first and then understand his Raslila. If we just directly jump to the Raslila, we, have, we will have no clue. We will take him to be like us, ordinary boy and girl relationship. We think we, will also, we, we also can imi imitate. There are actually the such people who are called Sahajiyas, who imitate. They think they are Krishnas and they will try to dance with so many women and they say they are gopis, I am Krishna, like this. Nonsense. Uh, so, if we read Raslila without proper guidance from a bona fide spiritual master, this is what will happen. And therefore, to protect the devotees from misunderstanding the Raslila and going into a totally offensive or yeah, offensive mode, the first nine cantos are there to you know, uh, give the strength to the devotee to understand the greatness of Krishna and then, yes, he can slowly enter into the understanding of Raslila. Even then, Raslila is not understood, even by Lakshmi. Forget about us. Lakshmi cannot understand. Lakshmi was not allowed to enter Raslila because her mood did not allow, allow her to enter the Raslila. She did so much tapasya to enter the Raslila, but she was not allowed. Because her mood is... If Lakshmi is not admitted, we think we are so great to understand Raslila. Then why are we discussing these topics then? Uh, because there is a nice song actually. I think I 
you see this song this is by vasudev 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 ghosh he says yadi gaur na hoy to tabe ki hoy to kemon dharitam de radhar mahima prema rasasima जगत जानत के राधार महिमा प्रेम रस सीमा जगत जानत के वट इज दैट इफ लॉर्ड गौर हैड नॉट अपियर्ड एज द युगावतार इन दिस एज ऑफ कली देन वॉट वुड हैव बिकम ऑफ अस हाउ कुड वी हैव टॉलरेटेड लिविंग who in this universe would have ever learned about the topmost limits of loving mellows that comprise the glory of shri radha who would have understood so although it is very difficult to understand still shukadev goswami explained it hmm raslila and similarly swarup damodar goswami is giving even more confidential information which is not even to be found in the bhagavatam readily so coming back here shri shri swarup damodar goswami was the principal figure among lord chaitanya's confidential devotees the records of his diary have revealed his confidential purposes of the lord these revelations have been confirmed by the statements of shri rupa goswami in his various prayers and poems and actually yes rupa goswami has written so many uh, literary works Uh, describing these very confidential things like lalita madhava vidagdha madhava and ujjwal nilamani and uh, lagu bhagavatamrita and uh, stavamala all these writings have so many songs shlokas beautiful shlokas not only melodious but full of meaning and they have confirmed all the statements of swarup damodar's uh, diary This chapter also specifically describes the difference between lust and love. The transactions of Krishna and Radha are completely different from material lust. Therefore the author has very clearly distinguished between them. So this is the summary of the chapter. We have only gone through the summary and it's already 1 hour. More than 1 hour. Okay. Let's go into the actual chapter. फर्स्ट वर्स श्रीचैतन्य प्रसाद तद्रूप से विर्णय बालोपिकुते शास्त्र दृष्ट्वा व्रज विलासिन सो दिस इज अगेन सिमिलर टू द फर्स्ट वर्स ऑफ द थर्ड चैप्टर एंड द फर्स्ट वर्स ऑफ द सेकंड चैप्टर यू नो बाय द मर्सी ऑफ चैतन्य महाप्रभु इवन द वर्स्ट इवन इवन अ चाइल्ड हुज नॉट कंसिडर्ड वेरी इंटेलिजेंट एट ऑल ऑलमोस्ट लाइक एन एनिमल या एक्चुअली चिल्ड्रेन आर ऑलमोस्ट लाइक एनिमल्स ऑलमोस्ट they have hardly any human tendencies in their absolute infancy only later on when 3 years 4 years then their human you know thing comes out so anyway so balopi kurute shastram drishtva vrajavilasinah by the mercy of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu even a foolish child can fully describe the real nature of lord krishna according to the vision of the revealed scriptures hmm and in the purport shri prabhupada says one can ascertain the meaning of this sanskrit shloka only when one is endowed with the causeless mercy of lord chaitanya 
Lord Sri Krishna, being the absolute personality of Godhead, cannot be exposed to the mundane instruments of vision. Krishna, Naham Prakash Sarvasya. He doesn't reveal himself to everybody. He reserves the right not to be exposed by the intellectual feats of non-devotees. Notwithstanding this truth, even a small child can easily understand Lord Sri Krishna and his transcendental pastimes in the land of Vrindavan by the grace of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, although Krishna is so far removed from the understanding of the ordinary materialists, non-devotees, even a child becomes capable to understand him, who is otherwise even not even available, not just to ordinary materialistic people, but even to the most advanced yogis. I worship Govinda, the primeval lord, only the tip of the toe of whose lotus feet is worshipped by the yogis who aspire after the transcendental and betake themselves to pranayam by drilling the respiration or by the jnanis who try to find out the non-differentiated Brahman by the process of elimination of the mundane extending over thousands of millions of years. So, okay, for many of you might not understand that, <laughs> that barrage of English. Because it's, uh, if, you, if you understand this philosophy, then you will understand this verse. If you understand Prabhupada's books, then you can understand this verse easily. But basically, it is saying this, that Panthastu Koti Shatavatsara Sampragam Yo. Vatsara means ears day, month, years, years. So, Shata means 100 years. Koti means 10 million. 10 million times 100. It's like in the numbers of, saying unlimited numbers. That is, Koti Shatavatsara, unlimited number of years. If Panthas, to Pantha means the path. Panthas to Koti Shatavatsara Sampragamyo. If they tread the path of, if the yogis tread the path of in their form of meditation at the move moving at the speed of wind or even mind which is faster than the speed of light even if they move at that speed on this path of self-realization on the path of realizing God Pantha this path to Koti Sampragamyo if they tread this path for millions and millions and millions and trillions upon trillions years Avichintya means inconceivable. Even the toes, let us not let us not speak of the personality of Godhead. Let us not even speak of the feet, lotus feet of the personality of Godhead. Let us just start to speak about the toe nails of those lotus feet of the personality of Godhead. Even that they cannot reach. Who? Not ordinary materialists, advanced yogis who are advanced in jnana yoga and hatha yoga. They cannot understand. But here, in today's verse, what? Balopi Kurute Shastram Drishtva Vrajavilasinaha Shri Chaitanya Prasadena. By the mercy of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, even a foolish child can fully describe, not only understand, fully describe the real nature of Lord Krishna, the enjoyer of the pastimes of Raja, according to the vision of the revealed scriptures. You can quote Shastra like anything. Balopi Kurute Shastram. That's why it is said, one can ascertain the meaning of this Sanskrit shloka only when one is endowed with the causeless mercy of Lord Chaitanya. Lord Sri Krishna, being the absolute personality of Godhead, cannot be exposed 
to the mundane instruments of vision. He reserves the right not to be exposed by the intellectual feats of non-devotees. Notwithstanding this truth, even a small child can easily understand Lord Sri Krishna and his transcendental pastimes in the land of Vrindavan by the grace of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That's the meaning of this verse. This is the standard verse in, this, in the beginning of every chapter. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaurabhakta Vrinda All glory to Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, all glory to Lord Nityananda, all glory to Sri Advaita Acharya and all glory to all the devotees of Lord Chaitanya. Chaturtha Shlokya Artha Koila Vivaran Pancham Shlokya Artha Shuno Bhaktagan I have described the meaning of the fourth verse, which is the previous verse, the last chapter. Now, O devotees, kindly hear the explanation of the fifth verse. <clears throat> Just to explain the original verse, I shall first suggest its meaning. So, he is giving only an introduction. And the actual verse was only quoted in the 55th verse of this chapter. So, 54 verses, you know. I mean, starting from here. Uh, fifth verse, okay. 50 verses to explain the context of that verse. How much depth, you see. Okay, next. Chaturtha Shloke Artha Ei Koilasar Prem Nama Pracharite Ei Avatar. I have given the essential meaning of the fourth verse. The incarnation Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu descends to propagate the chanting of the holy name and spread love of God. That was the previous verse. Anarpita Charim Chirat Karunayag Vatirna Kalau. That verse. Okay. Satya Ehetu Kintu Eho Bahiranga. Satya Ehetu Kintu Eho Bahiranga. Although this is true, Satya Ehetu, this is but the external reason for the Lord's incarnation. Please hear one other reason, the confidential reason for the Lord's appearance. Purport. In the third chapter, fourth verse, it has been clearly said that Lord Chaitanya appeared in order to distribute the love of Krishna and the chanting of his transcendental holy name, Hare Krishna. That was the secondary purpose of Lord Chaitanya's appearance. The real reason is different, as we shall see in this chapter. Purve jena prithivira bhara hari bare Krishna avatirna hoila shastrete prachare The scriptures proclaim that Lord Krishna previously descended to take away the burden of the earth. You know, you know the story? The earth in the form of a cow went to Lord Brahma to complain that, Oh, there are so many unscrupulous rulers on my land. And they are becoming a burden for me. Please relieve me of this burden. And Brahma went, you know, to appease the Lord in the Shvetadvip planet. And the Lord in the milk ocean, he said, all right, I will come. So, there is a nice verse in the prayers of the Queen Kunti. Um, 1834, yeah. 1834. 34. Yeah, you see, this is Kunti Devi saying, Bharavataranayanye Bhuvonava Ivodadho Siddhantya Bhuri Bharena Jato Hyatma Bhuvarthitaha. Others say that the world, being overburdened like a boat at sea, is much aggrieved, and that Brahma, who is your son, prayed for you, and so you have appeared to diminish the trouble. Kunti Devi is saying this to Krishna. Uh, because many people have many reasons to explain why Krishna appeared. Okay, let's see all, the, all those reasons. Actually, she lists down all the reasons. <clears throat> she says, Kechidahura jamjatam punya shlokasya kirtaye 
यदोह प्रियस्यान्मवाये मलयस्ये वचंदनम सम से द अनबोर्न इज बोर्न कृष्णा इज अनबोर्न अजा for the glorification of pious kings and others say that he is born to please king yadu one of your dearest devotees you appear in his family as sandalwood appears in the malaya hills yadu actually is a you know great grandfather of krishna <coughs> forefathers and because he was a great devotee to glorify his dynasty krishna appeared in his family so that because of that krishna is called yadava because he is the descendant of yadu so in that way he made yadu famous just like malayasya chandanam malaysia is called malayasya of the malaya hills <coughs> see malayasya malaysia you see it's, it's actually coming from sanskrit so anyway malayasya malaya asya so in the malaysia actually it was previously full of sandalwood nowadays it is full of uh, this uh, palm they produce palm oil and india is one of the biggest customers so anyway it was filled with sandalwood trees before and malaya seva chandanam now malaysia becomes famous because of sandalwood there <coughs> malaysia especially has no significance but because sandalwood appeared there malaysia became significant you, you understand the point so similarly yadu may not be known otherwise to the world but because krishna came there yadu became famous so to make his devotee famous he appeared in his family that is one reason people give she is saying kunti devi is saying so she is saying some say that unborn is born for the glorification of pious kings and others say that he is born to please king yadu one of your dearest devotees you appear in his family as sandalwood appears in the malaya hills see how nicely she said next another reason because many people will have debate you know why krishna appeared no 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 this reason no this reason but all are right but then there is more confidential reasons also hmm. all are right all are right नेक्स्ट रीजन अपरे वसुदेव सुदेवक्यामयाचितोभ्यगात्मस्यक्षेमायम्वधायचसुरद्विषाम्अदस्सेदसिन्सबोधवसुदेवेन्देवकीप्रेड्फॉर्यूव्हेन्दिप्रे
and lord brahma went to the shore of the ocean of milk and he prayed to the lord vishnu and that's why lord vishnu said okay i will come ask all the demigods to uh, take birth in the, on earth as my parents and my relatives and this and that and i will come there you tell them so that's how it happened so that is also correct so you have appeared to diminish the trouble next bhavesmin klishyamananam avidyakama karmabhi shravana smaranarhani karishannitikechana and yet others say that you have appeared to rejuvenate the devotional service of hearing remembering worshiping and so on in order that the conditioned soul suffering from material pangs might take advantage and gain liberation so this is another reason because he exhibited all his past times and he taught bhagavad gita and similar other instructions to uh, to uddhava gita and so many so these instructions are there to guide the rest and guide them rejuvenate their devotional service give them more impetus because when they read about krishna's past times now we can read krishna's past times and we can be exhilarated and be inspired so to inspire us in devotional service he comes so that is another reason so um next verse of course this is a very famous verse shrinvanti gayanti grinantya bhikshnasah स्मरन्ति नन्दन्ति तवेहितं जनाः तयेव पश्यन्ति चिरेण तावकं भवप्रवाहो परमं पदाम्बुजं ओ कृष्णा दोस हु कंटीन्यूअसली हियर चांट एंड रिपीट योर ट्रांसेंडेंटल एक्टिविटीज नो मैटर व्हाट द रीजन वाज एंड इवन ऑल द रीजन नॉट जस्ट दैट वन ऑफ देम इज करेक्ट वन ऑफ देम इज रॉन्ग नो ऑल ऑफ देम आर करेक्ट एंड इवन देयर आर मोर रीजंस व्हाई ही केम व्हिच पीपल मे नॉट माइट नॉट इवन अंडरस्टैंड like for example i'll i'll show you anyway we'll see read this verse first so to take pleasure in others doing so those who continuously hear chant and repeat your transcendental activities or take pleasure in others doing so certainly see your lotus feet which alone can stop the repetition of birth and death so this is the benediction now i just said that there are other reasons also and that other reasons kunti devi herself says i cannot understand you see this verse ಗೋಪ್ಯಾದೇತ್ವಯಿಕೃತಾಗಸಿಧಾಮತಾವತ್ರಂ and you were afraid though fear personified is afraid of you this side is bewildering to me these are more confidential reasons why krishna appeared to taste the love and to exhibit this intimate loving affairs that he enjoys with his friends with his parents or elders and with his confidants or the consorts the gopis and especially shrimati radharani so these are very very bewildering pastimes right so i just wanted to show that hmm the scriptures proclaim that lord krishna previously descended to take away the burden of the earth that's why i showed that all those verses now next verse says swayam bhagavaner karma nahe bharharan sthiti karta vishnu karen jagatpalan to take away this burden however is not the work of the supreme personality of godhead the maintainer lord vishnu is the one who protects the universe so he is the one who kills not krishna now what is this who is vishnu and krishna same right same only but in his expansion as vishnu he takes care of the maintenance of the world and he eliminates those who are you know 
disturbing elements and all that and he encourages the devotees and all that um vishnu usually does that to to take away the burden is not the work of krishna his work is only the enjoyment which is intimate devotees that's all he does then you may say oh krishna also but he killed no he killed so many demons what about that ha kintu krishner that explanation is now given kintu krishner jay hoy avatar kal bhar haran kal tate hoilo mishal but the time to lift the burden of the world mixed with the time for lord krishna's incarnation it so happened that krishna's the time for krishna's incarnation coincided with the time where the burden of this world had to be lifted so krishna came how he came that is also will be explained in the following verses purport <clears throat> we have information from the bhagavad gita that the lord appears at particular intervals to adjust a time worn spiritual culture यदा यदा हि धर्मस्य धर्म से ग्लार्भवती भारत अभ्युत्थानम से तदात्मा सृचाम्यहम सो दिस इज फोर्थ चैप्टर सो दी ऑफकोर्स द सेवेन्थ एंड एथ वर्सेस परिणा साधूना विनाशा दुष्कृता धर्म संस्थापनाथा संभवा युगे युगे वॉट इज दैट विल गो दर एंड कम बैक or 7 whenever and wherever there is a decline in religious practice or descendant of bharata <clears throat> and a predominant rise of irreligion at that time i descend myself next and then i descend myself and do what to deliver the pious and to annihilate the miscreants as well as to reestablish the principles of religion i myself appear millennium after millennium sambhavami yuge yuge here millennium means not 1000 years but a whole yuga we are talking about a yuga satya yuga treta yuga dwapara yuga kali yuga so every millennium he comes what he does three things paritranaya sadhunam to deliver the pious to deliver the devotees vinashaya chuddushkritam to kill the demons and dharma samsthapanarthaya to reestablish the principles of religion these three things he does when he comes Now, going back to the purport, we have information from the Bhagavad Gita that the Lord appears at particular intervals to adjust a time-worn. I'm sorry, I, I just hit the camera. Okay. Time-worn spiritual culture. Lord Sri Krishna appeared at the end of Dwapar Yuga to regenerate the spiritual culture of human society, and also to manifest His transcendental pastimes. Vishnu is the authorized Lord who maintains the created cosmos. and he is also the principal deity who makes adjustments when there is improper administration in the cosmic creation but shri krishna being the primeval lord appears not in order to make such administrative adjustments but only to exhibit his transcendental pastimes and thus attract the fallen souls back home back to godhead vishnu maintains the creation krishna fulfills the very purpose of creation what is the purpose of creation to attract the conditioned soul because everybody is actually wanting to be happy so he is coming and attracting us with this with his happy pastimes i mean all his pastimes are happy pastime is as a happy thing if is if it's not happy that's not a pastime that's not a leela that's 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 suffering 
like we are undergoing suffering that's not this is not our leela when he when we take birth that is not leela that is our karma <laughs> but when krishna comes uh, uh, what is that verse 49 janma karma cha me divyam his janma his karma are divyam transcendental not our, like us ours is karmana daivanetrena jantu dehopapataye according to our previous work karma reaches the results of those reactions we are coming and according to the supervision of the lord but he has no supervision above, above him he is a supreme vision there is no superior vision than him so he is a supervision of everything so who is above him to tell him what to do nobody but why does he come then for our benefit so it's different divyam therefore transcendental he comes here on his own accord and he just enjoys even when he comes here we come here not on our own accord uh, we asked for it of course but uh, we did not really want to suffer we wanted to enjoy but the opposite thing is happening here so he is coming krishna is coming and showing us hey you want to be happy I, this is how you are to be happy come with me you see my family you see my past times join with me he is inviting us leela leela itena bhuvanani jayatya jasram he displays his ever victorious past times govindamadipurusham tamaham bhajami brahma samhita so this is how he comes he displays his ever victorious past times and devotees get inspired yes i want to be with krishna so that's what he does he just is coming to attract us krishna means what aakarshan who can do aakarshan karne wala krishna so one who attracts others everybody not others means just a few everybody without exception he is called krishna आकर्षित करने वाला है कृष्णा सो बट श्री कृष्णा बींग द प्राइमिवल लॉर्ड एपियर्स नॉट इन ऑर्डर टू मेक सच एडमिनिस्ट्रेटिव एडजस्टमेंट सो एडमिनिस्ट्रेशन इज ऑल लॉर्ड विष्णु कृष्णा ओनली कम्स एंड एंजॉयज बट ओनली टू एक्सिबिट इज ट्रांसडेंटल पास टाइम्स एंड दस अट्रैक्ट द फॉलन सोल्स बैक होम बैक टू गॉड हेड हवेवर द टाइम फॉर the time for administrative rectification and the time for lord shri krishna's appearance coincided at the end of the last dwapar yuga because every dwapar yuga incarnation of krishna comes some vishnu's incarnation dharma samsthapanarthaya paritrana sadhanam vinashash duskritam all this but this dwapar yuga is that one rare dwapar yuga which happens in 1000 cycles of the four yugas in the day of lord brahma where lord krishna comes so it coincided with krishna's coming and the administrative adjustment the administrative rectification what is that administrative rectification paritrana sadhunam vinashasa duskritam dharma samsthapanarthaya so that time and krishna's descent have coincided so what happened Therefore when Sri Krishna appeared Vishnu the lord of maintenance merged with him because all the plenary portions and parts of the parts of the absolute personality of godhead merged with him during his appearance when Krishna comes all the avatars all the Vishnu all the matsya the everybody everybody comes in the in the body of Krishna now purna bhagavan avatare jay kale ar sab avatar tate asi mile when the complete supreme personality of god had descends all other incarnations of the lord meet together within him narayan chaturvyuha matsyadevatar yugamanvantar avatar jata achar 
सबे आसी कृष्ण अंगे होय अवतीर्ण ऐच्छे अवतारे कृष्ण भगवान पूर्ण नारायण चतुर्व्यूह मत्स्यावतार युग मनवतार जत आछे आर सबे आसी कृष्ण अंगे होय अवतीर्ण ऐछे अवतारे कृष्ण भगवान पूर्ण so this is another tune so anyway lord narayan the four primary expansions sorry lord narayan the four primary expansions vasudev sankarshan pradyumna aniruddha matsya and the other leela incarnations huh? the yuga avatars the manvantara incarnations and as many other incarnations as there are all descend in the body of lord krishna in this way the complete supreme god had lord krishna himself appears see that ata eva vishnu takhan krishnera sharire vishnu dware kare krishna asura samhare at that time therefore lord vishnu is present in the body of lord krishna and lord krishna kills the demons through him ah this is the explanation now now because all the other avatars they mix in the body of krishna and when he when krishna comes So when Krishna is killing the demons, it is the Vishnu in him who is doing all these things, not personally Krishna. Although there is no difference between Krishna and Vishnu, uh, but he is uh, the role of Vishnu is doing all that, killing demons. Uh, Krishna doesn't kill demons. Anusanga karma e asura maran jailagi avatar kahi seimula karan. thus the killing of the demons is but secondary work i shall now speak of the main reason for the lord's incarnation now we are talking about the lord's incarnation means krishna's incarnation not chaitanya mahaprabhu krishna's incarnation right. so krishna's incarnation also there are external internal reasons when he says paritrana sadhunam vinashash duskritam dharma samsthapana arthaya especially the vinashash duskritam is a very external reason it's incidental in the course of protecting his devotees and encouraging his devotees and you know uh, instructing his devotees he also by the way kills demons while he is doing this uh, as a side business prema rasa niryasa karite aswadan raga marga bhakti loke karite karite pracharan rasika shekhara krishna parama karun ei dui hetu hoyte ichhara udgama so the lord's desire to appear was born from two reasons The Lord wanted to taste the sweet essence of the mellows of love of God, and He wanted to propagate devotional service in the world on the platform platform of spontaneous attraction. Thus, He is known as supreme, supremely jubilant and as the most merciful of all. Same. So, prema rasan niryasa korite aswadan. Aswadan means to taste. Raga marga bhakti loke korite pracharan. so he wanted to preach the essence of devotional service dharma samsthapanarthaya and paritrana sadhunam to what is that save the devotees and actually encourage them the devotees are always saved even without him coming prahlad maharaj did not ask oh, when you are when are you coming and saving me from this hiranyakashipu he is a he is a hell of a father you know he, he never complained he never asked him to come but uh, lord wanted to come 
the lord wanted to come but here prahlad maharaj he is always seeing the glories of the lord but he did not really invite him to come because the lord the devotee he does not order the lord even to come what chaitanya mahaprabhu taught us uh, what is that um, the last verse of the shikshashtaka aslishava padaratam pinashtumam marmahatam karotu va aslishava padaratam pinashtumam adarshanan adarshanan marmahatam karotu va yatha tatha va vidadhatu lampato mat prananathastu sevanapara adarshanan darshan means to give audience to give darshan adarshanan even if he doesn't want to come before me it doesn't matter i will not ask anything i will not um, uh, demand anything then what he wants uh, no i don't want, i want nothing i just want to be a servant that's it he is always in the lord of my heart prananath so uh, prahlad maharaj although hiranyakashipu was doing so many things prahlad maharaj, maharaj was not asking the lord please come and save me from this rascal father he did not ask so the lord was waiting when this devotee will call me when this devotee will call me so then the uh, he understood he will not call me all the time he will not call me on his own so let me make him call how he made the demon ask the question is your lord really here he said yes ah the lord took the opportunity that's it i'm coming <laughs> that's it what is that భూఖండం వారణాండం పరవర విరటం ఢంపడం పోరుడంపం డిం 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 ఢిడింబం దహమపి దహమై ఝంప ఝంపై ఝంపై తుల్యా స్థుల్యా స్థుతుల్యా ధుమ ధుమ ధుమకై కుంకుమాంకై కుమాంకై ఏతత్తే పూర్ణయుక్తం మహర హకర పాతు మాం నారసింహ హీ కేమ్ విత్ ఫుల్ థౌన్ ఫుల్ ఫుల్ గ్రాండర్ ఫుల్ యాంగర్ హీ కేమ్ హీ వాజ్ వెయిటింగ్ వెన్ దిస్ డివోటి విల్ కాల్ మీ <laughs> when the moment he said yes he is there ah the lord said yes he is now he called me yes now he said i am here i have to be here i want to be here but he is not calling me <laughs> so now he said yes i am here no i have to be here so he came out to answer prahlad's call not hiranyakashipu's call so <clears throat> the lord wanted to taste the sweet essence of the mellows of love of god you see <laughs> bhakta peter i i wish he would say that again <laughs> that shloka yeah it's a very powerful shloka actually <clears throat> uh there is another one second shloka also um what is that uh one second let me actually there is another shloka which also he says this is also very nice you know very uh, powerful shloka what is the first line i forgot even the first line okay one second one second just bear with me for a while bear with me for a while please um i did this video i actually did a video on that <laughs> so i'm looking at that video now huh? so 
this is how actually the Lord reciprocates. Yes, this is the verse. Bhubhrit bhubhrit bhujangam pralaya ravavaram prajvalad jvalamalam kharjarjam kharjadurjam khikacha khacha khachit kharjadurjarjayantam bhubhagam bhogabhagam gagagagaganam gardamatyugragandam swacham pucham swagacham swajana jananutah patumam narasimhara. So this is another verse, two verses. So this is how the Lord came to reciprocate with his devotees. He was waiting for that. So, <clears throat> the Lord's desire was to appear, desire to appear was born from two reasons. The Lord wanted to taste the sweet essence of the mellows of love of God and he wanted to propagate devotional service in the world on the platform of spontaneous attraction. Thus, he is known as supremely, uh, what is that? Jubilant and as the most merciful of all. <laughs> Bhakta Peter is saying, thank you. Hare Krishna, Jai Narasimhadeva Bhagavan Ki Jai. <laughs> Narsimashtakam? No, it's, it's not Narsimashtakam. It is called Shodasabahu Narsimashtakam by Vijayendra Tirtha, one of the Sri Sampradaya Acharyas. Shodasabahu means 16 hands Narsimha. Shodasabahu Narsimashtakam. So, that is, these are the first two verses of that. Very powerful verse. Powerful verses. So anyway, in the purport here, during the period of Lord Krishna's appearance, the killing of Asuras or non-believers such as Kamsa and Jarasandha were done, was done by Vishnu. See, the killing of these demons was done by Vishnu, who was within the person of Sri Krishna. Because all the other Vishnu and everybody was in the body of Sri Krishna. So, the Vishnu in Krishna was the one who killed all these demons. Such apparent killing by Lord Sri Krishna took place as a matter of course and was an incidental activity for him. But the real purpose of Lord Krishna's appearance was to stage a dramatic performance of his transcendental pastimes at Vrajabhumi, thus exhibiting the highest limit of transcendental mellow. You see? In the exchanges of reciprocal love between the living entity and the Supreme Lord, he wanted to show the beauty of devotional service, the beauty of the law the relationships between the lord and his devotees and he want to attract thus all the conditioned souls who are actually looking for a stable happy happily ever again relationship you know they say all these movies they say married and lived happily ever after i wish it was true but it, was, it is not in this material world but it is true in the spiritual world if we marry krishna Yes, then it is true. Happily ever after. Here in this material world, you married and happily never after. That's what happens here. So, Dukkha Dukkham. I have shown you that verse, no? Janmai thunadi sukhamedi Grihamedi sukham hitucham Kandu yanena karayor iva dukkha dukkham Tripyanti neha kripana bahu dukkha bhajaha you see, dukham, dukham, dukham. Three times dukham in the same verse. And yan maithunadis grihamedhi sukham hitucham. Bahudukha dukham. Bahudukha bhajaha. See, sukham hitucham. Insignificant pleasure. Sukham means pleasure. Tucham means like almost nil. 
when you're in a desert you know what is that thirsty and just dying for water somebody says hey i have water i have water <gasps> please give me please give me please give me and the guy you know opens his bottle and makes it upside down and one drop falls on your tongue how happy will you be almost zero you'll be frustrated i mean i want gallons of water why are you giving me a drop tucham yan maithunaadi grahamedhi sukham hi tucham the so called happiness of the household is tucham you say is it's actually disgusting kanduyanena karayor iva dukha dukham dukha squared you know dukha times dukha dukha squared and then bahu dukha bhajah again third dukha dukha cubed dukha cubed that is uh, householder life or this materialistic life so that is uh, you know uh, nature of so called uh, this thing here so called relationships so krishna wants to show us the real relationships where नो दुखम आनंदाबुधिवर्धनम प्रतिपदम पूर्णाम्रतास्वादनम परम विजयते श्री कृष्ण संकीर्तनम सो ही वांटेड टू गिव अस द हैप्पीनेस ऑफ डिवोशनल सर्विस एंड ही वांट्स टू शो द लाइफ ऑफ डिवोटीज ही शोड द पांडवज लाइफ ए यू आर सेइंग डिवोटीज आर ऑलवेज सुखम सुखम यू नो अत्यंत सुखम वेयर होल पांडवज लाइफ वाज फुल ऑफ दुखम बहु दुख दुखम what happened what is where where and it's not coinciding it's not it's not you know what is that uh, coinciding with the fact correlating with the fact how come what are you saying uh sukham means not that everything of course in this material world it is a nature of you know dukham only but when the devotees come here they are so happy so happy that krishna puts them in such challenging situations that any ordinary mortal would become depressed and commit suicide in those situations but only his devotees will shine and their devotion to krishna only will increase and they become the heroes of the stories only because of the happiness they receive from krishna consciousness the bhishma dev himself told aho kashtam aho anyayam he said my dear pandavas what have you experienced in your life what have you not experienced in your life all kinds of miseries in fact the conditions of your life were so intense that he said aho kashtam aho nyayam yadyoyam dharmanandanah dharmanandanah jeevitum narhatha klishtam vipradharma chutashrayah Bhishmadev said oh what terrible sufferings and what terrible injustices you good souls suffer for being the sons of religion personified you did not deserve to remain alive under those tribulations yet you were protected by the brahmanas god and religion so by showing the lives of the devotees the so called troubles that they undergo which by the way nobody can undergo in this world he krishna actually shines forth the character of his devotees it it is in fact those so called troubles that the devotees undergo are only proof 
of the happiness that the devotees are experiencing due to which they are able to handle any onslaught of misery and that is explained in 6th chapter of Bhagavad Gita what is the verse? you should know by now 20 through 23 these 4 verses Sukham Atyantikam Yatad Buddhigrahyam Matindriyam Vetti Yatrana Chaivayam Stitaschalatitatvataha Yam Labdva Chaparam Labham Manyatena Dikam Tataha Yasmin Stito Na Dukhena Guruna Pivichalyate Tam Vidyada Dukha Sam Yogam Sum Yoga Vyogam Yoga Sam Yatam you see, in the stage of perfection called trance or samadhi, one's mind is completely restrained from material mental activities by practice of yoga. This perfection, this perfection is characterized by one's ability to see the self by the pure mind and to relish and rejoice in the self. In that joyous state, one is situated in boundless transcendental happiness. One is boundless, there is no bound, there is no limit to the transcendental happiness. Realized through transcendental senses, atindriyam, not jadendriyam. Jadendriyam means his material senses, atindriyam means spiritual senses, transcendental senses. Established thus, established thus means established, established in such happiness, boundless transcendental happiness, one never departs from the truth. And upon gaining this, he thinks there is no greater gain. Being situated in such a position, one is never shaken, even in the midst of greatest difficulty. You see, this, this indeed is actual freedom from all miseries arising from material contact. You see, being situated in this happy position, one is never shaken. The Pandavas, you see, Dukha Dukham? No, they were never shaken. Not once did their devotion decreased because of those situations. In fact, it only increased. So much so that Kuntidevi is saying, bring, the, bring them all again, all those difficulties. I want to go through them again. So much strength. I mean, Bhishma Dev is saying, you should not have even, you did not deserve to live under those tribulations. Kuntidevi is saying, bring those tribulations again. <laughs> Look at this strength of Kuntidevi. Bhishma Dev could not uh, imagine such levels of tolerance. Kunti Devi, being a woman, huh, she is saying, bring them on. And mind you, Kunti Devi was much younger. And after the war of Kurukshetra, Kunti Devi is 120 years old at least. Or at least 110 years old, at least. Just imagine, at 110 years old, she said, bring them on again. I want to go through. Again and again, not just again. Not once more, please. Again and again, please. Hmm. That strength. Even in the midst of greatest difficulty, Guru Napi Vichalyate, they'll never be shaken. That itself is proof of their happiness. Okay? So, these things Krishna wants to display when he wants to, when he comes here. These 
strength of character of the devotees and his love with the devotees his pastimes with the devotees his instructions to his devotees like bhagavad gita uddhava gita and the rest and the shrimad bhagavatam conversations among devotees it's not that when he comes only he talks no 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 his devotees also talk the whole bhagavatam is devotees speaking with each other mostly krishna is speaking also in some parts mostly devotees maitreya instructing vidura uh, narada instructing yudhishthir maharaj the nine uh, what is that uh, navayogendras instructing maharaj nimi lord shiva instructing the prachetas sukadev goswami instructing parishit maharaj suta goswami instructing the sages at naimisharanya all devotees among devotees so these things he want to reveal when he comes he leaves behind he 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 does his pastimes and goes away but it's not finished oh i was not there no he leaves the record of such pastimes and we can read those records bhagavatam and relish and have the same effect as being directly there in those pastimes this is the beauty of krishna's uh, real religious i mean real um, uh, reason for coming to establish the religious principles so anyway we have digressed quite a bit <laughs> as usual which always happens here right <clears throat> um yeah i think uh, vanajakshi mataji is saying uh, post the link of the tiktok video my narsimha shloka video in the comments yeah maybe you can post it <laughs> okay um continuing here but the real purpose of lord krishna's appearance was to stage a dramatic performance of his transcendental pastimes at rajabhumi thus exhibiting the highest limit of transcendental mellow in exchange of exchanges of reciprocal love between the living entity and the supreme lord these reciprocal exchanges of mellows are called raga bhakti or devotional service to the lord in transcendental rapture Lord Sri Krishna wants to make known to all the conditioned souls that he is more attracted by raga bhakti than vidhi bhakti or devotional service under scheduled regulations so raga bhakti is spontaneous devotional service whereas vidhi bhakti is regulated devotional service according to rules and regulations in the beginning we don't have such spontaneity in our feelings for krishna and therefore we have to be told and we have to be told not once 100 times we have to be told every time every day 100 times That's why Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, "Beat your mind with shoes. Wake up in the morning. First, beat. Therefore, I I changed my alarm. You know, my waking up alarm to this. Um, <laughs> Prabhupada. I think somebody shared in that group. You know, our Krishna Inspiration group. Um, Prabhupada says, 'Rascal, wake up. Don't sleep. Wake up. You know, he was saying that from 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 some lecture.'" so that audio was said made into a ringtone so i i put that as my alarm because mind has to be beaten waking up with beating of mind that has to be the first thing rascal wake up don't sleep <laughs> so actually that's helping me to wake up earlier <laughs> so so this is um vidhi bhakti <laughs> we have to be forced our mind has to be hit left right center kicked nicely with broom and shoes tomatoes whatever you find stones hit hit the mind hard then finally a stage will come when raga bhakti spontaneously without anybody asking he will do his best possible service to to, to the lord 
He doesn't need to be told anything anymore. He will do automatically. Raga Bhakti. So here, Lord Sri Krishna wants to make known to all the conditioned souls that he is more attracted by Raga Bhakti than Vidhi Bhakti or devotional service under scheduled regulations. It is said in the Vedas, Taitriya Upanishad 2.7, Raso Vaisaha, the absolute truth, is the reservoir for all kinds of reciprocal exchanges of loving sentiments. He is also causelessly merciful and he wants to bestow upon us this privilege of Raga Bhakti. Thus he appeared by his own internal energy. He was not forced to appear by any extraneous force. So he was not forced by any schedule. Oh, Krishna, once in a day of Brahma, the time has come, you must come now. Okay, discipline, punctuality, where? Punch card. No, no such thing. He came, that is, he himself set the schedule. He said, I will come at this time. And then he is coming. He can change his time also, but he prefers not to change his time. That's it. He is not bound by such regulations. Anyway, next verse. Aishwarya Gyan, Aishwarya Gyanete Sava Jagatamishrit, Aishwarya Sthitila Premena Himorapreet. So, <clears throat> Lord Krishna thought, all the universe is filled with the conception of my majesty. But love weakened by that sense of majesty does not satisfy me. Love weakened. Aishwarya Shithila. Sorry, I, I, I pronounce it. Aishwarya Shithila. No. Aishwarya Shithila Preme Nahimora Preet. Shithila means weakened by Aishwarya. Aishwarya means this majesty, this huge opulence. You know, this opulence. In Vaikuntha, the Lord is worshipped with great opulence. Like in Tirupati Balaji, you know. Govinda, Govinda. With full gold, with full Aishwarya. That is Aishwarya Bhav. He is saying, Aishwarya Gyanete Sabha Jagata Mishrit, Aishwarya Shithila Preme Nahimora Preet. So, Shithil means weakened by such majesty. Um, so, it, because it creates a distance, it creates a distance between the devotee and the Lord. Oh, he is my master. So, I will not scold him. Of course, I will not scold him. You know, but you see what he says. Amare Ishwara Mane Apanakahin. If one regards me as a supreme lord and himself as a subordinate, I do not become subservient to his love, nor can it control me. See, he is telling something. If one regards me as a supreme lord and himself as a subordinate, I do not become subservient to his love, nor can it control me. But, Amaketa ye ye bhakta bhaje ye bhave, tare she she bhave bhaji e morasvabhave. So, in whatever transcendental mellow my devotee worships me, I reciprocate with him. That is my natural behavior. So, even though I am not extraordinarily pleased by such Aishwarya bhav, I do reciprocate because that is a promise I have given that, you know, ye yathamam prapadhyante, tamstathaiva bhajamya hem, and I will keep to my promise. Whoever, you know, worships me in whichever way, I will, you know, um, reciprocate accordingly. <coughs> that is also stated in Brahma Samhita, right, you know. Five dot fifty-four of, sorry, five dot fifty-five of Brahma Samhita. Yam krodha kama sahaja pranayadi bhiti vatsalya moha guru gaurava sevya bhavaihi Sanchintyatasya sadrishim tanumapurete 
గోవిందమాదిపురుషం తమహం భజామి ఐ అడో ద ప్రైమివల్ లార్డ్ గోవింద ద మెడిటేటర్స్ ఆఫ్ హోమ్ బై మెడిటేటింగ్ అపాన్ హిమ్ అండర్ ద స్వే ఆఫ్ రాత్ amorous passion natural friendly love fear parental affection delusion reverence and willing service attain to bodily forms befitting the nature of their contemplation so such devotees are awarded with such kinds of spiritual bodies in the spiritual world so that they can continue those feelings of whether whether it is yam krodha kama sahaja pranayadi bhiti vatsalya moha guru gaurava sevya bhavaihi సంచింత సదృశీం ధనుమాపురేతే గోవిందమాదిపురుషం తమహం భజామి సో వాట్ ఎవర్ ది వాంట్ ఐ విల్ రివార్డ్ బట్ ఐఎమ్ నాట్ పర్టికులర్లీ ప్లీజ్డ్ ద లార్డ్ పర్పోర్ట్ సేమ్ ద లార్డ్ బై హిస్ ఇన్హరెంట్ నేచర్ రివీల్స్ హిమ్సెల్ఫ్ బిఫోర్ హిస్ డివోటీస్ అకార్డింగ్ టు దర్ ఇన్హరెంట్ డివోషనల్ సర్వీస్ The Vrindavan pastimes demonstrated that although generally people worship God with reverence the Lord is more pleased when a devotee thinks of him as his pet son personal friend or most dear fiance and such uh, sorry and renders service unto him with such natural affection the Lord becomes a subordinate <clears throat> the Lord becomes a subordinate object of love in such transcendental relationships such pure love of godhead is unadulterated by any tinge of superfluous non devotional desires and is not mixed with any sort of fruitive action or empiric philosophical speculation it is pure and natural love of godhead spontaneously aroused in the absolute stage this devotional service is executed in a favorable atmosphere freed from material affection see this verse i went somewhere bhagavad gita it was just the next verse quoted from bhagavad gita ye yathamam prapadyante tam sthathaiva bhajamyaham mama vartmanu vartante manushyaah partha sarvashah in whatever way my devotees surrender unto me i reward them accordingly everyone everyone follows my path in all respects o son of pratha purport in the fourth chapter in the bhagavad gita lord krishna affirms that formerly some 120 million years before the battle of kurukshetra he explained the mystic philosophy of the gita to the sun god The message was received through the chain of disciplic succession but in course of time the chain was broken somehow or other the chain being broken somehow or other lord shri krishna appeared again and taught arjuna the truths of the bhagavad gita at that time lord the lord spoke this verse to his friend arjuna so he is giving the context mora putra mora sakha mora pranapati ei bhave jay more kare shuddha bhakti आपनाके बड़माने आमारे समहीन शै भावे हामी ताहार अधीन इफ वन चेरिशस प्योर लविंग डिवोशन टू मी थिंकिंग ऑफ मी एज हिज सन हिज फ्रेंड और हिज बिलवेड रिगार्डिंग हिमसेल्फ एज ग्रेट एंड कंसिडरिंग मी हिज इक्वल और इन्फीरियर आई बिकम सबॉर्डिनेट टू हिम दिस इज वेन ही बिकम सबॉर्डिनेट In the Chaitanya Charitamrita three kinds of devotional service are described reading from the purport namely bhakti ordinary devotional service shuddha bhakti pure devotional service and vidha bhakti mixed devotional service or it is also called mishrit devotional service mishra bhakti mixed devotional service 
When devotional service is executed with some material purpose involving fruitive activities, mental speculations or mystic yoga, it is called mixed or, or adulterated devotional service. Besides Bhakti Yoga, the Bhagavad Gita also describes Karma Yoga, Jnana Yoga and Dhyana Yoga. Yoga means linking with the Supreme Lord, which is possible only through devotion. Fruitive activities ending in devotional service, philosophical speculation ending in devotional service and the practice of mysticism ending in devotional service are known respectively as Karma Yoga, Jnana Yoga and Dhyana Yoga. But such devotional service is adulterated by three kinds of material activities, by the three kinds of material activities, which is Karma, Jnana Yoga or Hatha Yoga. Uh, for those grossly engaged in identifying the body as a self, pious activity or karma yoga is recommended. For those who identify the mind with the self, philosophical speculation or jnana yoga is recommended. But devotees standing on the spiritual platform have no need of such material conceptions of adulterated devotion. Adulterated devotional service does not directly aim for love of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, service performed strictly in conformity with the revealed scriptures is better than such vidya bhakti because it is free from all kinds of material contamination. It is executed in Krishna Consciousness solely to please the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Those who are spontaneously devoted to the Lord and have no aims for material gain are called attracted devotees. Those who are attracted by Krishna. Maya Sakta Manah Partha in the 7th chapter 1st verse he says Maya Sakta Yogam Yungjam Maya Sakta means get attracted to me Krishna is saying. So those who are attracted devotees uh, they are spontaneously attracted to the service of the Lord and they follow in the footsteps of self-realized souls. Their pure devotion, Shuddha Bhakti, manifested from pure love of Godhead, surpasses the regulative principles of the authoritative scriptures. Hmm. <clears throat> Sometimes loving ecstasy transcends regulative principles. Such ecstasy, however, is completely on the spiritual platform and cannot be imitated. So sometimes it appears to be uh, transgressing religious principles. But actually... Uh, they cannot be imitated, but they are on a very, very high platform. Like gopis, for example. They transgressed all the social norms. And they, you know, to serve the husband, the stri dharma, pativrata, all these things are mentioned in our shastras only. But they, but they transgressed all that and went to Krishna. So, those apparent transgressions are not actually tran uh, transgressions. They are actually the very fruit of following every other religious principle. By doing the Sri Dharma, by doing all these things, one is eventually, after many lifetimes, comes to the point of loving Krishna. Many hundreds of thousands or millions of lifetimes, whatever. But, so, so in other words, that is the fruit to unreservedly serve Krishna is the fruit of all uh, dharmic activities. Mm. So, they have actually attained the fruit of all uh, dharmas. But it looks like they have transgressed dharma. See? Uh, <clears throat> so it, it is not to be imitated, but it is to be uh, coveted or desired. It's desirable to get to that stage. We should desire to come to that stage where we are prepared to sacrifice everything for Krishna. Hmm. The regulative principles help ordinary devotees um, rise to the stage of perfect love of Godhead. Pure love for Krishna is the perfection of pure devotion. The regulatory principles help ordinary devotees rise to the stage of perfect love of Godhead. Yes. Pure love for Krishna is the perfection of pure devotion and pure devotional service is identical with spontaneous devotional service. Flawless execution of regulative principles is exhibited in the Vaikuntha planets. That means, now we are doing a regulated devotional service like 
Mangal Arati and you know, Aratis and festivals and all these things. These are all Vidhi Bhakti or regulative principles and devotional service. But these same things are done in Vaikuntha, but in a flawless manner, absolutely perfectly. We commit here so many mistakes, you know, in the course of our, you know, devotional service. Therefore, at the end of all uh, devotional activities, we are chanting Aparada Shodhan Mantras, especially after deity worship. Mantraheenam Kriyaheenam Bhaktiheenam Janardana Yatpujitam Mayadeva Paripurnam Tadastume Yaddattam Bhakti Matrena Patram Pushpam Phalam Jalam Aveditam Nivedyantu Tadgrihananu Kampaya Vidhiheenam Mantraheenam Yatkinchidupapaditam Kritya Mantraviheenam Va Tatsarvam Kshantumarhasi Ajnanatathavagyana Ashubham Yanmayakritam Kshantumarhasi Tatsarvam Dasenaiva Grihanamam Stitis Seva Gatiriyatra Smithishintas Tutirvacha Bhuyat Sarvatmana Vishno Madhiyam Tvaicheshtitam Aparadha Sahasrani Kriyante Haranisham Maya Dasoham Mitimam Matvak Shamasvamadhusudhana Pratignatava Govinda Name Bhakta Pranashati Iti Samsmritya Samsmritya Pranan Samdharayam Yaham These verses we chant every time after finishing deity worship. Every time we go into the altar and do Shringar or whatever, come out and say these verses before even leaving the altar. What are these? Aparada Shodhan Mantras. You know, asking for forgiveness from the Lord. Vidhihinam, Mantrahinam. I am not chanting my mantras properly. I am not doing everything properly, all the vidhi, all the rules. I am committing Aparada Sahasrani. I am, I am committing thousands of offenses in the course of my devotional service. Please, please forgive me. And Pratignatava Govinda Name Bhakta Pranashati. Last, finally, you have promised. What you have promised? Pratignatava Govinda. Your promise is that. Name Bhakta Pranashati. You said, My devotee will never be uh, vanquished. Iti Samsmritya Samsmritya. I am just thinking of this over and over again, this promise, and it is giving me hope. Pranan Samdharayam, and I am able to maintain my life. So, these are the meanings. You see, this is the Pranan Samdhara. I am maintaining my life because of remembering this promise that you said you are, my devotee will never fail. Because of your promise, I have some hope in my devotional service. Otherwise, my own devotional service is hopeless. Absolutely hopeless. And actually, a similar verse is there in the CC Madhya 23-29. Very beautiful verse. I memorized this, but you know, I haven't chanted it for a long time, so it kind of uh, slipped from the memory. Na prema shravanadi bhakti rapiva yogothava vaishnavo jnanam va shubha karma va kiyadavo sajjati rapyastiva hinarthadhika sadhake tvaitathapya chedyamula sati he gopi janavalla bhavyathayate ha ha madashaivamam What is that? Very very beautiful, very humble prayer. And of course, by Rupa Goswami. Rupa Goswami comes out with these beautiful verses. He says, Oh my Lord, I do not have any love for you. Nor am I qualified for discharging devotional service by chanting and hearing. I don't have any love. I am not qualified for discharging devotional service by chanting and hearing, nor do I possess the mystic power of a Vaishnava, 
no knowledge or pious activities nothing i have nor do i belong to a very high caste family on the whole i do not possess anything so i have no hope of coming to you still o beloved of the gopis because you bestow your mercy on the most fallen i have an unbreakable hope that is constantly in my heart that hope is always giving me pain how nicely this is stated so what is that virendra prabhu is asking have you memorized 700 verses of bhagavad gita <laughs> yeah actually i said i was uh, trying first two chapters done but uh, third chapter i have stopped there i haven't gone further i have to come back to that there's a there was been one of my projects yeah wanting to memorize the 700 verses <clears throat> but uh, i need the mercy of vaishnavas i guess i'm committing offenses greatly <laughs> i've not come back to that memorizing those i have to come back to that maybe one day ah uh, now that you have said it now it's ringing again <laughs> so yeah so next mai bhaktir hi bhuta what is the time oh 9:45 we shall go a little longer mai bhaktir hi bhutanam amritatvaya kalpate dishtya yadasin matsneho bhavatinam madapanah we are only in the 23rd verse by the way i said i will do until 54th verse i think there's no chance anyway let's go as much as we can devotional service rendered to me by the living entities revives their eternal life oh my dear damsels of vrajam your affection for me is your good fortune for it is the only means by which you have obtained my favor okay let's read that again devotional service rendered to me by by the living entities revives their eternal life oh dear damsels of raja your affection for me is your good fortune for it is the only means by which you have obtained my favor the raga bhakti the attraction he is talking about the attraction is more dear to him than the vidhi bhakti because the gopis have only attraction they never went to all the you know uh, regulative principles oh you must wake up at this time do mangal aarti do chanting 16 rounds no rules for them i mean <laughs> they were chanting not 16 rounds uh, whole life ni- whole day and night just nothing but krishna only for them wherever they look they only see krishna only so what chanting for them again all done already with their whole activities are full dedicated to krishna hmm? so we need to be told chant 16 rounds but they don't need to be told they 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 will ask if you if you tell them chant 16 rounds they will say why 16 rounds why what to speak 16 rounds they said that the brahma is a fool the most intelligent person in this universe they called him a fool you see he is a stupid fool he is jada jada buddhi they say <laughs> oh i mean he does not even know how to create ha huh? krishna's beauty they said like this the krishna's beauty is so you know it's indescribable ha huh? to see that beauty millions of eyes are not enough but he only created two eyes and those two eyes also blink what is the i mean what what intelligence he has he absolutely have no no brains i mean brahma with four heads the most intelligent person in the universe you know the master of the universe 
gopis are so much more intelligent than brahma that they they can afford they can they have the audacity to call brahma a fool this is unprecedented unprecedented <laughs> why because like okay they even i mean even um, okay i will show you one <laughs> i've showed this a few times this was but uh, by rupa goswami this was tunde tanda viniratim vitanute tundavali labdhaye karnakrodakadambinighatayate karnarbudebhyah sprihaam chetah prangana sangini vijayate sarvendriyanam kritim no jane janita ki adbhiramtai krishneti varnadvayi he is saying rupaka swami is saying i do not know how much nectar the two syllables krishna have produced when the holy name of krishna is chanted it appears to dance within the mouth we then desire many many mouths okay yeah? <clears throat> when that when that name enters the holes of the ears we desire many millions of ears and when the holy name dances in the courtyard of the heart it conquers all the activities of the mind and therefore all the senses become inert <clears throat> you know when you especially like something then you will you know, it's so enjoyable that i i wish i had you know um, millions of eyes millions of tongues millions of ears it starts off like that right oh i i wish i had millions of ears millions of eyes then the wish the wish of having those million eyes becomes so strong so strong that it comes to a point where the gopi said you know we, we so much want to have millions of eyes but this brahma is such a fool he doesn't allow this to happen and the two eyes that he created also blink and they interrupt our vision of krishna what what kind of intelligence he has such a useless fool brahma <laughs> this is the beginning of that oh i wish i have then i wish i have i wish i have thousand times if you wish then it becomes like a frustration i don't have i want to have it i don't have <laughs> the curse the creator <laughs> in this way they were so much steeped in love of krishna the gopis that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu said ramya kaachit upasana vrajavadhu vargena ya kalpita the gopis love of krishna is unmatched unmatched Purport, pure devotional service is represented in the activities of the residents of Rajabhumi Vrindavan. During a solar eclipse, the Lord came from Dwaraka and met the inhabitants of Vrindavan at Samanta Panchak. The meeting was intensely painful for the damsels of Rajabhumi because Lord Krishna had apparently left them to reside at Dwaraka. But the Lord obligingly acknowledged the pure devotional service of the damsels of Raja by speaking this verse, 10.82-44. माता मोर पुत्र भावे करे न बंधन अति ही न ज्ञाने करे लालन पालन मदर समटाइम्स बाइंड्स मी एज हर सन शी नरिशेस एंड प्रोटेक्ट्स मी थिंकिंग मी अटली हेल्पलेस एंड एक्चुअली दिस इज द एग्जैक्ट थिंग दैट ही विशेस अस टू डू एज वेल देयरफॉर यू नो ही वांट्स टू प्रेजेंट हिमसेल्फ एज अ वेरी हेल्पलेस चाइल्ड यू नो द मदर Yashoda you know has to dress him up has to save him from the demons and you know wash him and bathe him in cow urine and cow dung for protecting him from the demons 
so he is behaving like a helpless child on the other hand he is killing the demons one punch you know he is giving the demons big big demons as a baby as a you know infant he is giving one punch and the demon is dying and reeling you know <laughs> and he finished the business and come back to his mother and crying oh the demon came you know disturbed me you know <laughs> and she is oh, demon came how how were you saved how did you remain alive oh the devadas are helping my child you know and then she is you know bathing him in cow urine and cow dung and you know all the auspicious things so that he protect so he is acting helpless so the same thing the deity is like that uh, it looks like stone but actually he is just standing there helpless i can't even dress myself you come and dress me so he then we can dress because actually krishna is the providing the cloth for our dressing also what can we dress him huh but he stands like that as if helpless come i i am standing naked here you please dress me hmm. i can't bathe myself you bathe me so by acting helpless what he is doing is he is giving this huge opportunity to serve him that's why when um, prabhupad was asked this question by some of his senior disciples they said shri prabhupad bhaktivinoda thakur has said that he is he is living when before just before he left this world before he departed he said uh, i am leaving this world with my with my work with my work unfinished he was regretting i did not finish my work then although it looked like a helpless you know regret you know i am not finished you know i am a failure you know bhaktivinoda thakur in his humility he was feeling like that but prabhupada said ah yes so let us finish it prabhupada said he did not finish ah we will finish. let us finish it then again to expand more on that what is that oh that means he could not finish we finished what he could not finish i finished or oh, then i am greater than bhaktivinod what happens immediately fell down worse than the worm in the stool so to correct that so to bring a, bring proper context to that he said bhaktivinod thakur is a vaishnava he is all powerful he can do who could he could have done the whole preaching himself the whole world he could have turned into vaishnavas by himself he need not need any other help but he is giving us the opportunity so that we can do some service he is acting helpless and you know uh, failure as if he is a failure but no that is his mercy upon us as bhaktivinoda thakur's mercy if he would have done everything what would what service will he will we have left nothing we'll just simply eat and sleep eat prasadam and sleep nicely what is that so he wants us to have service so he has given us the opportunity to have service so let us push this movement forward uh, so that's how prabhupad presented you see so when the devotees and when the lord present themselves as helpless just like ramachandra bhagwan oh where is sita crying 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 helpless hanuman came hmm, jumped to lanka and burned the whole thing fought him killed so many asuras found mother sita and came back and then oh such a great news ramachandra acting helpless but what that did it gave a huge opportunity for hanuman for so much service that hanuman is to this day glorified for the his for his exceptional service not only in finding sita but also lifted the hill and came sanjeevani immortalized by so called acting helplessly the lord immortalized hanuman for his exceptional service so the lord is all powerful but he wants to always show that the devotees are all powerful more powerful than me hmm and the devotees of course 
always want to show the Lord is all powerful. Uh, so always there is a competition. Uh, usually the devotees win. Lord always loses with his devotees. Always is a loser. So <laughs> that that is another thing that happens. But you see how he magnified the position of Hanuman. Similarly, Kurukshetra war. What is there? One wish. Just thinking he can finish all the Bhishma, Karna, whoever, what nonsense. Nobody can, you know, nobody is equal to fight with him. Easily he could have done it. But he made Arjuna fight. Why? If Arjuna fought, then he will be known as a most glorious archer and the most glorious devotee. I want that. I am more interested in that than this short-lived uh, fame of, oh, I have killed all these Kurukshetra warriors with one thought. Oh, such great. Oh, Krishna is so great. No, I don't want to hear this Krishna is so great. I want to hear Arjuna is great. That's what Krishna wants. I become his, I become his driver. I am just a driver only. He is the real man. <laughs> so, that's how he, you know, so, mother sometimes binds me and as her son, she nourishes and protects me, thinking me utterly helpless. Sakha shuddha sakhe kares kandhe arohan Tumi kon badaloka Tumi amasam Tumi amisam So, Sakha shuddha sakhe kares kandhe arohan Tumi kon badaloka Tumi amisam my friends climb on my shoulders in pure friendship saying, What kind of big man are you? Tumi kon bada? You and I are equal. In fact, I am better than you. <laughs> friends, eh? Sridama was one friend. He used to fight with Krishna with a stick, you know. Expert. So expert that you always Krishna loses with him. Always. <clears throat> in fact, most of the time Krishna's friends only win. Krishna always loser side. You know? Krishna's team always loses. Priya jadi mana kori koro ye bharsan vedastuti hoyte hore shay moraman. If my beloved consort, he explained about his uh, mother, he explained about his friend, now he's explaining about his lover. If my beloved consort reproaches me in a sulky mood, that means in a, you know, what is sulky? What is the exact word? How to describe? Sulky means uh, morose, bad-tempered, yeah, resentful, refusing to be cooperative or cheerful, not cheerful, the opposite of che cheerful. So, he is saying, if my beloved consort reproaches me in a sulky mood, that means he scolds me, sh she shouts at me in a sulky mood, that steals my mind from the reverent hymns of the Vedas. We are here chanting, Om Tad Vishnu Paramam Padam Sadapashyanti Surayaha Om Sahasra Shirsha Purusha Sahasraksha Sahasrapath Sabhumim Vishwato Vritva Atyatishthad Dashangulam We are chanting all these verses. Lord is hearing, but when the gopi chastises, Hey Krishna, what is this? You know, when Krishna um, was blowing his on his flute in the dead of night, midnight, and all the gopis ran from their homes, you know, ran from their bedrooms, ran from their husband, ran from their family, everything ran. And came to Krishna. Krishna was saying, Hey, why? You are women, you know, you are married, you must go back. You must serve your husband. This is three dharma. Then gopis became very angry. What are you talking, you know? We have left everything and come. And you are asking us to go back. And we have no heart to go back anymore. You have, you have no right to you have no right to teach us like this. Who are you? You think you are my, our teacher? Huh? You first of all attract us with your unresistible, irresistible flute playing. And now you ask us to go back. How will we go back? What heart we will have in there? Huh? 
Huh? You are too mischievous. Don't talk like this to us. <laughs> Gopis are, and he loves this more than Om Sahasra Shirsha Purusha. It's not that we should not, we should stop chanting Sahasra Shirsha, all, all these shlokas. No. For our level, we have to chant all this only. Huh? And actually, these are also glorifying Krishna. But it is just that the Raga Bhakti, the spontaneous loving attraction, the chastisement that the gopis give to Krishna, or the chastisement that the Yashoda gives to Krishna, or the, uh, the, the, the bullying that his friends do to him, that he loves more than Vedic shlokas. Hmm. But don't imitate. Let us not go into imitation. Ah, yes, Prabhu, this is nice, Prabhu. Let me stop all shloka learning. I will always scold Krishna. Every day I will call, keep on scolding Krishna. Then I will go back to Golok Vrindavan. No, no, no. We'll go to Narak. Hell. We'll go to hell. <laughs> because all the non-devoted rascals are also doing the same thing, scolding Krishna. Why they're not going to Golok Vrindavan? Why? Hmm. Because we are not on the level. Okay? We <laughs> well, let us stay in our level and appreciate the exalted position of these advanced devotees. And understand, try to at least get a glimpse of the uh, elevated position of the devotional service. Hmm. So that steals my mind, Krishna is saying. That sulky um, reproach of my consort steals my mind from the reverent hymns of the Vedas. According to the Upanishads, all living entities purport. According to the Upanishads, all living entities are dependent on the supreme living entity, the personality of Godhead. As it is said in the Katha Upanishad, 5.3 Nityo Nityanam Chetanas Chetananam Eko Bahunam Yovidhati Kaman One eternal living entity supports all the other, other eternal living entities because the Supreme Personality of Godhead maintains all the other living entities. They remain subordinate to the Lord even when joined with Him in the reciprocation of loving affairs. But in the course of exchanging transcendental love of the highest purity, when we say purity, Pure, devoid of any adulteration, even of the sense of majesty or opulence. is not hindered by the sense of majesty. Oh, the reverence is also taken out. That pure love. Hmm? So, in the course of exchanging transcendental love of the highest purity, sometimes the subordinate devotee tries to predominate over the predominator. Hmm? One who lovingly engages with the supreme... Um, one second... One who lovingly engages with the Supreme Lord as if he were his mother or father sometimes supersedes the position of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Similarly, his fiancée or lover sometimes supersedes the position of the Lord. But such attempts are exhibitions of the highest love. Only out of pure love does the subordinate lover of the Supreme Personality of Godhead chide him. The Lord, enjoying this chiding, takes it very nicely. The exhibition of natural love makes such activities very enjoyable. In worship of the Supreme Lord with veneration, there is no manifestation of such natural love because the devotee considers the Lord his superior. Regulative principles and devotional service are meant for those who have not invoked their natural love of Godhead. When natural love arises, all regulative methods are surpassed. The pure love is exhibited between the Lord and the devotee. Although on such a platform of love, the devotee sometimes appears to predominate over the Lord or transgress regulative principles, such dealings are far more advanced than ordinary dealings through regulative principles with awe and veneration. A devotee who is actually free from all designations due to complete attachment and love for the Supreme, Supreme exhibits spontaneous love for Godhead, which is always superior to the devotion of regulative principles. 
devotion of Kya. The informal language used between lover and beloved is indicative of pure affection. When devotees worship their beloved as the most venerable object, spontaneous loving sentiments are observed to be lacking. See, when devotees worship their beloved as the most venerable object, spontaneous loving sentiments are observed to be lacking. A neophyte devotee who follows the Vedic instructions that regulate those who lack pure love of Godhead may superficially seem more exalted than a devotee in spontaneous love of Godhead. This is very important. Look at this. A new, very careful. This is where we may commit huge offenses when we don't understand this. A neophyte devotee who follows the Vedic injunctions that regulate those who lack pure love of Godhead may superficially seem more exalted than a devotee in spontaneous love of Godhead. But in fact, such spontaneous pure love is far superior to regulated devotional service. So, how much ever, you know, uh, sophisticated a devotee may be in his learning, in his service and everything, the person who is in pure love of Krishna, he may not you know, chant huge, you know, verses, like for example, Gaurakishwar Das Babaji, perfect example, Vamsi Das Babaji. Vamsi Das Babaji was so exalted, so exalted, that Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur asked his disciples not to go to him. Why? Because they will never understand his exalted position, because his activities are very, very difficult to comprehend for ordinary devotees. He would take the, uh, the murti of Gauranga Mahaprabhu. He used to have Gauranitai deities. And one day suddenly he will say, Gauranga, you are too naughty. You are doing too much. I will not feed you anything. I will not offer to you anything. I will only offer to Nithai. He will shout at the deities like this. And he will cook. And he will give. Then suddenly one day there was no salt. Then, uh, he, got, then he got angry on Gauranitai. He said, you, you are not giving me any salt? Okay, today no salt in your food. I will cook for you, no salt. You eat. He used to shout like this at the deities. And sometimes you just leave the deities. It looked very disrespectful, very offensive. But it's not at all offensive. Uh, but because ordinary devotees cannot understand such highly exalted, what is going on in his mind, nobody can understand. Therefore, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur warned his devotees not to go to him. Because otherwise they would commit offences at, at such an exalted devotee and they will fall down. So to protect them, he asked them not to go to him. So, a neophyte devotee may be following more rules than so-called, more rules than a devotee like Vamsidas Babaji. Externally, it, it appears like that. But it's very, very bewildering. Hmm. Um, so these things we cannot understand so we have to uh, therefore uh, be very careful and not consider advanced devotees as you know uh, you know uh, not so important no that is very very offensive uh, it is an, it, a devotee is not uh, judged whether how nicely he can chant a shloka or how nicely he can sing or how nicely he can you know how his advancement is counted as how humble he is. Uh, if there is a sense of a slight pride, finish, finish, uh, finish. There's no, there's no drop of love of Godhead when there's a sense of pride. Subtly, subtly there will be a sense of pride. I want some recognition at least. I want to show off something. 
So all these things are not there in the pure devotee. He is completely, he, so much so that he doesn't even care for the reputation of being a good devotee. The, the advanced devotee like Vamsitas Babaji, he doesn't care whether people think I'm a good devotee or not. You know, they, what they think of me, he doesn't care. Not that we can imitate that. Nah? We cannot imitate that. We cannot imitate that. Because now we have to, you know, uh, really be careful how we associate with devotees and not displease them. And we should know really how to deal with devotees and, you know, Krishna. But especially with devotees, because now we have no direct dealings with Krishna. We have to deal with him through the devotees, through our spiritual master, like that. So, we have to learn all these things. Uh, it is not that, oh, I am like Vamsitas Babaji, I am also, I, I don't care what devotees think of me, I'll do whatever I want. That is rubbish. The moment we say that, we are ultimately, you know, uh, we are nonsense, we are worm in the stool. So, anyway, Shukarera. Uh, what is that? Bhaktivinoda Thakur, uh, sorry, Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur says, Shukarera Vishtha. Such pride is the like the stool of a hog. Hog already eats stool. The stool eating animal, he produces his stool, means what kind of a stool of a stool that one? <laughs> so, <laughs> so that pride, <laughs> if a devotee has, that is a Shukarera Vishtha. The stool of the stool-eating animal. Uh, stool squared. Uh, so, that's why a neophyte devotee may superficially seem more exalted than a devotee in spontaneous love of God. But you should never make the mistake. But in fact, such spontaneous pure love is far superior to regulated uh, devotional service. Such pure love of God it is always glorious in all respects, more so than reverential devotional service rendered by a Less affectionate devotee. Okay, I think uh, we will go through questions because it's getting already very late. Alright, um, I think I will stop here. We only did 26 verses. Not even halfway through. I said 54. Halfway is 27. We will stop at 26. Okay, at least 27, you know, because halfway, at least we have come some way. What is that? Oh, this is 27 and 28. Okay, at least cross half my mark. Okay, let's read this. Ei shuddha bhakta loya karimu avatar karibo vividha vidha adbhuta vihar vaikunthadya nahi jeje lilara prachar sheshe lila karibo jate mora chamatkar Mm. Taking these pure devotees with me, I shall descend and sport in various wonderful ways. Unknown even in Vaikuntha. I shall broadcast such pastimes by which even I am amazed. See this wonderful statement. What is that? If so he all these wonderful devotees of parents who bind him, friends who ridicule him and challenge him. Hmm? And his consorts who are, you know, chastising him and behaving in very immoral or sorry, informal ways with him. Ah, Krishna says, Ei shuddha bhakta loya karimu avatar karibo vividha vidha adbhuta vihar vaikunthadde nahi jayaja leelara prachar sheshe leela karibo jate mora chamatkar. Taking these pure devotees with me, I shall descend and sport in various wonderful ways. This is Krishna. Krishna comes with his devotees to exhibit these intimate pastimes. Unknown even in Vaikuntha. 
वैकुंठाद्य नहीं जय जय लीलार प्रचार वैकुंठाद्य नहीं जय जय लीलार प्रचार वैकुंठ ऑल्सो देर रेसिडेंट वैकुंठर ऑफ दीज लविंग मेलोस I shall broadcast such pastimes by, by which even I am amazed. Krishna says, "I am amazed by such pastimes." So, what is the? I mean, what to speak of the rest of the world? They will be perfectly, totally amazed by all these pastimes. So, this is the reason why he comes, Krishna. This is not Chaitanya Mahaprabhu yet, you know. <clears throat> so, this is explaining. This is just a prelude to the today's verse, actually, number fifth verse of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And this, we haven't even come to the fifth verse. I mean, the main main verse. It is only in the fifty-fifth verse now. Only in the twenty-sixth, twenty-eighth verse now. So he's explaining to explain Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's position. He's explaining Krishna's thinking, actually, thinking process, and that led to the advent of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Purport: Lord Krishna, in the form of Lord Chaitanya, educates his devotees to develop progressively to the stage of pure devotional service. Thus, he appears periodically as a devotee to take part in various wonderful activities depicted in his sublime philosophy and teachings. There are innumerable Vaikuntha planets in the spiritual sky, and in all of them, the Lord accepts the service rendered by his eternal devotees in the reverential in a reverential mood. Therefore, Lord Sri Krishna presents his most confidential pastimes as he enjoys them in his transcendental realm. Such pastimes are so attractive that they attract even the Lord. and does he relishes them in the form of lord chaitanya you see this is the beginning jate mor chamatkar i am amazed by them so this is the beginning so first he brings out all those pastimes and he has all these pastimes as krishna and then it amazes him and then the amazement just grows and grows and then he you know he contemplates the devotion of radharani which is the topmost zenith and then he gets this intense desire that he wants to taste that he wants to understand radharani he wants to understand himself he wants to understand the bliss that he she tastes and then that intensity of that amazement results in the advent of the lord chaitanya mahaprabhu so all right we'll stop here Let's take questions. If there are any, I think there will definitely be questions, right? Yeah, there are. First question by Bhakta Subramanian. Hare Krishna, Prabhu. Prabhu, this the question is very silly, but nevertheless, kindly clarify. Prabhu, it is mentioned that everything that exists in the material world is a reflection of the actual thing that exists in the spiritual world. Then what about envy, Prabhu? And what about the other things that arise from sense perception? Of course, these being perverted in the material sense, how would they be actually present in the spiritual world? You will be surprised. I'll show you a verse in this very same chapter, in the fourth chapter of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Let me think. It's uh, crooked, yeah, that's the word. If I search for crooked, I should get that verse. <laughs> you see this? Krishna is thinking about Radharani. There is nothing greater than her love. but her love is devoid of pride that is the sign of its greatness okay next nothing is purer than her love but its behavior is always perverse and crooked you see this is another verse 
ఐ థింక్ మై రూప గోస్వామి ఎస్ దిస్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ వర్సెస్ ఆల్ ద రూప గోస్వామి వీళ్ళు దాన కేలి కౌముది శ్రీ రూప గోస్వామి విభురపి కలయన్ సదాభివృద్ధి గురురపి గౌరవ చర్యయా విహీన ముహురుపు ముహురుపచిత వక్రిమాపి శుద్ధో జయతి మురద్విషి రాధికానురాగ యు సీమ్ ఆల్ గ్లోరీస్ టు రాధాస్ లవ్ ఫర్ కృష్ణ ది ఎనిమీ ఆఫ్ ద డీమన్ మూరా ఆల్ దో ఇట్ ఇస్ ఆల్ ఫర్ వెయిడింగ్ ఇట్ టెన్స్ టు ఇంక్రీజ్ ఎట్ ఎవ్రీ మూమెంట్ ఆల్ దో ఇట్ ఇస్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ వెరీ ఇంపార్టెంట్ ఇట్ ఇస్ డివైడ్ ఆఫ్ ప్రైడ్ అండ్ ఆల్ దో ఇట్ ఇస్ ప్యూర్ ఇట్ ఇస్ ఆల్వేస్ బీసెట్ విత్ డ్యూప్లిసిటీ Radharani is love. I mean, these, these are not subjects for our contemplation even. But Radharani sometimes becomes so angry with Krishna that she doesn't want to see Krishna anymore. She says to her friends, no more. Don't admit Krishna here anymore. Enough of him. Then he, what he does, in fact, not only Krishna, none of his friends are invited here. Okay? Tell them, no boy is allowed here. ask them to get lost then uh, the gopis make arrangement they are already very you know sad to see this happen you know how come radha and krishna have broken up and this and thinking so many things but you know they are doing all the arrangements all right they have made the arrangement that no boy can come inside so krishna he disguises himself as a girl <laughs> and he comes inside he comes inside as a very affectionate girlfriend of radharani and she he speaks very kind words and you know in a voice also like a girl and he says very sweet sweet things and you know radharani becomes very enchanted um and then he massages her feet he does everything and at the end when he she realizes that it is krishna she asks him to get lost then the gopis they chastise radharani hey what kind of a hard hearted woman are you how can you harbor such enmity and such envy towards krishna that even though he has done everything that is possibly i mean i mean I, we we are unable to even look at krishna doing all these things to appease you and after all this you still have no your heart has not changed even the slightest bit how can you have this anger so <laughs> i'm not even qualified to speak on all these things but these things you know it's very crooked you know, this there is so there is this envy like radharani and then chandravali another gopi is there so there is always a kind of enmity between envy between chandravali and radharani they each wants to be better but actually chandravali is also manifestation of manifestation of radharani only this this all these gopis are expansions of radharani so they are created not created at a certain point in time they are eternally existing but they are there so that all these different different flavors of love and these reciprocations will inc- bring about newer and newer situations of suspense of drama of you know all these you know feelings and emotions and it, it's all a huge adventure and to enact all this drama so Lord Krishna expands in his own you know in his own way and then the Radharani expands in her own way all the female expansions are her expansions like the gopis of Vrindavan including even Chandravali who is her so called competitor and the queens of Dwarka the lakshmis of Vaikuntha all are his even the durga of this material world is her expansion 
so in this way all this envy and everything is still there <clears throat> but not in the material sense it's it's all still spiritual although she is so angry in one moment all that anger will be gone one moment so it is it is not that it has become a oh it has become an unthinkable you know divorce no no it will never go to that in fact the definition of love in one of the verses in chaitanya charitamrita is that i think in the last chapter of chaitanya charitamrita very last chapter if it comes if a relationship comes to a point where there is no hope for it to continue and the only future of this relationship is that it will be broken if a relationship comes to that stage but still it doesn't break then it is pure love that's it even at that stage when it looks like almost it is completely finished and there's no more hope in this relationship if at that state it absolutely does not break if it absolutely does not break and there's no chance of it breaking even at that point that is love so that radharani has with krishna nobody can explain these things so it is so pure but it looks crooked it looks perverse it looks beset with duplicity as his verse is see these are contradictions of radha's love but these contradictions are all harmoniously there in radharani just like krishna he is the most lovable person and when he gets angry he is the most angriest person but his anger is same as his love because when he, with his anger he killed uh, hiranyakashipu and hiranyakashipu got salvation so the result of although it is a two opposites and opposite ends of the spectrum of uh, emotion but the result is the same hmm. so all kinds of contradiction like he is a thief but he is worshiped for that makhanchor is a thief who worships a thief but he is worshiped uh, so in this way he is always <clears throat> all kinds of contradiction uh, like all those personality contradictions dhirodhata dhirodatta dhira lalita dhira prashanta these different personality absolutely worlds apart these personality traits all these are existing simultaneously in krishna how can that be so that's how krishna is all kind of contradictions exist in him exist in him without any contradiction in complete harmony similarly radharani's love of krishna is also full of contradictions what are the contradictions it is all pervading but still it increases at every moment although it is important whenever something is important when you become an important person then pride increases so it is the most important thing love of radha for krishna it is the most if krishna gives his attention to that that means that is the most important thing right when the most important person gives attention to something that something is the most important thing So Krishna is giving importance to Radharani's love so that is the most important thing so but still it is devoid of pride and although it is pure it is beset with duplicity so much duplicity in Radharani's dealings she acts like she is not at all interested but she is fully interested the gopi sometimes tell her enough of your acting you know no you are you are unable to hide you know whatever you are doing it is simply showing off your love of Krishna and you are making a mockery out of yourself please stop it <laughs> the gopis have to say that also so like that you know radharani is krishna prema mai radha she is always wherever she casts her glance she sees only krishna that is radharani hmm. so anyway that's a long answer but that, so these things exist in the spiritual world but without any inebriety or fault 
Next question by Bhakta Virendra. In the Rasa dance, Lord Krishna danced and enjoyed with the spiritual bodies of gopis since the material bodies of gopis remained in their homes. Can you explain why Lord Krishna did this? But still, commoners or laymen could not understand the loving affairs of gopis with Krishna. Well, that's the whole subject of our class today. It is, uh, first of all, Im- impossible to understand these things. But, what is there in understanding? I mean, in this, yeah. Why he did this? Why Lord Krishna did this? He wanted to show what is the limit? What is the prema rasa seema? The limit of loving affairs with Krishna. That he wanted to show. So, Yoga Maya actually brings in a sentiment in the gopis that makes them feel that Krishna is their paramour. And that has a very special sweetness which is far more uh, exalted than ownership of Krishna like the queens have. The queens feel that this is my husband. But gopis have no such surety or guarantee. You know, that is actually, is not an actually extramarital affair or something like that. In fact, they are eternally related only with Krishna and nobody else. Those husbands are only show, show piece husbands. Just to bring about that paramour love uh, display the paramour love for us. It is not that they actually have some other husband than Krishna. No, Krishna is their husband. And actually, by looking at them naked in the bank of the Yamuna, he actually fulfilled that promise to them. Because they prayed to Katyayani, Durga Devi, please give us Krishna as our husband. But they were all married to somebody else, somebody else. So, Krishna fulfilled their, uh, you know, uh, desire in this way that he stole all their gopis you see if a boy steals the dresses of the girl he will be called a pervert he will be jailed he molestation or whatever charges will be you know <laughs> made against him but here krishna he went to lonely he went to a place along with his of course boyfriends he went to a place where the girls are bathing naked in the river if a boy does this in the singapore he will get he will go to jail of course, the girls also don't bathe naked here outside. But, you know, the girls when they were bathing naked with all the clothes on the bank, he went and stole those clothes and said, you come before me naked and after full, seeing you in your full beauty, I will give you your clothes. I mean, if a man does this in this in this, uh, in this civilization, he will be considered a rapist or you know, all kinds of names will be hurled against him. But when Krishna does this, Vastraharan Leela. <laughs> that is Krishna. In fact, Prabhupada once said in the Perfect Questions, Perfect Answers book, you will find this. Prabhupada said, Krishna is the greatest rascal. He actually quoted this. He did not quote the verse, but he he described that. Okay, you see this. This is again uh, by Rupa Goswami. Rupa Goswami has all these very confidential verses, but... Actually, these verses are very, very exalted. We cannot even um, discuss these publicly, but you know, it is given in the book. Prabhupada also said this to. Um, so, on that strength, I am telling this. Okay. Vacha suchita sharvari ratikala pragalbhya radhikam vrida kunchita lochanam virachayan agre sakhinamasao. Tadvakshoru hachitrakeli makari Panditya paramgataha 
कैशोरम सफली कलयन कुंजे विहाराम हरे दिस इज एक्चुअली फ्रॉम द सेम चैप्टर अगेन लेटर ऑन 117th वर्स ऑफ दिस चैप्टर फोर्थ चैप्टर ऑफ आदलीला व्हाट इज दैट लॉर्ड कृष्णा मेड श्रीमती राधारानी क्लोज हर आईज इन शेम बिफोर हर फ्रेंड्स बाय हिज वर्ड्स रिलेटिंग देयर एमरस एक्टिविटीज ऑन द प्रीवियस नाइट सो व्हाट ही डिड so radharani was with her friends yeah going on the path you know chanting you know they were i mean they were uh, having joking laughter you know as girls young girls they would speak with each other so they were having some fun talk and krishna suddenly attacked from the bushes and stopped and said you know what he announced big announcement to all the gopis you know what i and radha did last night let me tell you everything all the pastimes that happened last night krishna openly openly vocally he announced made a big broadcast of his pastimes with radharani to the gopis we did this with the i don't want to go into any details because i also don't know and i don't want to know now <laughs> let us all be uh, you know little bit distant from these uh, descriptions but prabhupada explained so so radharani did not know where to hide when he was explaining all these things so she said she just covered her covered her she just closed her eyes in shame then what he did then he showed the highest limit of cleverness in drawing pictures of dolphins in various playful sports on her breasts as she closed her eyes he opened her dress in front of everyone and drew dolphins on her breasts and on you know in various different paintings in this way lord hari made his youth successful by performing pastimes in the bushes with sri radha and her friends and he had relation one not only with radha with other gopis also like that and how many gopis it is explained by uh, rupa goswami in ujjwala nilamani that there were there were 3 billion gopis like that and he had affairs with all of them so anyway what i was trying to say is that you see this is so prabhupad called him that he is a supreme rascal prabhupad called krishna the supreme rascal because nobody can be more rascal than him because what kind of things he is doing he is rascaldom but his transcendental rascaldom he is worshiped for that rupa goswami has composed a beautiful nice sounding shloka for his rascaldom he worshiped krishna's rascaldom with a beautiful verse that is krishna's rascaldom so whatever he does it is there always in the spiritual world whatever happens here is perverted but in its ultimate purity it it, it exists in the spiritual world so why lord krishna did he did because he wants to show okay next question hari krishna that means if there is no divorce then it's true love not just no divorce no no disagreement should be there no nothing should be in fact actually there will be so many fights between husband and wife it may not be, it may not go until divorce but otherwise there are so many disagreements and each wants to enjoy in that relationship that is actually lost so when there is not even a trace a tinge of self satisfaction that is love that is only possible with krishna it is actually not possible here in this material world mm-hmm. very 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 rare a very very chaste wife or very affectionate mother they have a, a love or an affection very close to pure love but it's not it's still not the same <clears throat> okay next question 
भक्त वीरेंद्र डज भागवत पुराण डिस्क्राइब द मैरिज ऑफ राधा एंड कृष्णा बिकॉज इन वृंदावन धाम देर इज अ प्लेस वेर राधा एंड कृष्णा गॉट मैरिड येस दे वर मैरिड एट दिस प्लेस कॉल वॉट इज दट प्लेस I went and saw that place as well. So this marriage of Radha and Krishna is uh, explained in the uh, what is the Brahma Vaivarta Puran. That's where it is mentioned, marriage of Radha and Krishna. But anyway, they are always married. Actually, today's verse, what is that? Radha Krishna Pranaya Vikritir Haladini Shakti Rasmat Ekatma Na Vapi Bhuvi Pura Deha Bhedam Gatau Tau. चैतन्याख्यम प्रकटमधुना तद्वयम चैक्यमाप्तम राधा भाव द्युतिसुवलितम नवमी कृष्णस्वरूपम सो राधा कृष्णा रिटर्नली मैरिड नोबडी कैन सेपरेट देम सो देयरफॉर दिस पैरामोर थिंग इज जस्ट एन इफेक्ट ऑफ योगमाया इट्स नॉट रियल थिंग बट इट ब्रिंग्स दैट मूड इन देम दैट कृष्णा इज माई पैरामोर so that feeling brings about a whole new range of emotions and devotional uh, feelings that is inexplicable and that brings out the limit of all devotional service so <clears throat> that is uh, these are all very confidential topics honestly i'm not even qualified to speak about any of these things but they are mentioned so i'm repeating that's it and prabhupada also mentioned it to an absolute newcomer called bob of course he is qualified to talk about those things i am not even qualified but just because prabhupada said okay this verse is also there anyway we going to visit this verse later on so you know that's why prabhupada said don't go and read geet govinda jaydev goswami's geet govinda because so many more intimate pastimes are there we will easily mistake them for sex so and become contaminated and create offenses so therefore he said stay away from that only for a very advanced souls these are these shlokas <coughs> uh then ayappa hari krishna prabhu i observed that there are a lot of similarities of goda devi andal nachiar and lord, which lord chaitanya mahaprabhu does it have has similarities with the devotion of radharani i am not very uh uh accustom or aware of andal so much she is a great devotee that much i know <coughs> i don't know much about her i can't make a comment at this point in time but definitely um does it have similarities with the devotees of Ra- devotion of radharani well radharani is the topmost and chaitanya mahaprabhu only radharani has mahabhava not even the other gopis have mahabhava only two personalities radharani and chaitanya mahaprabhu have mahabhava so nobody can even come close to that next by question next question by bhakta virendra in which places did lord chaitanya exhibited his three internal ecstasies that of experiencing himself as radharani as krishna and of experiencing what radharani felt about him well actually this you will feel yeah this you will read in the antyalila antyalila of chaitanya charitamrita is full of this if you read Chaitanya Mahaprabhu become behaves like an absolute madman absolutely crazy crazy for Krishna so there he will experience all these things so because in his uh, first half adilila madhrila is all external you know 
external dealings with devotees and all this. Antelila is where he goes into his deep uh, feelings. And uh, Sarup Damodar, actually this same chapter is explained, that Sarup Damodar was so expert that whenever he would catch that mood of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu so expertly, that he would quote a shloka based on the mood of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The height of shloka quoting. To understand the mood of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his internal heart, and then quote a verse, shloka, to satisfy Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's anguish that he experienced in the fire of separation from Krishna in the mood of Radharani. These are very confidential topics, but you know, in Antilila you will find more of these things. Next question by Bhakta Virendra. Lord Krishna appeared in the material world to give a glimpse of his eternal pastimes to worldly people in Gokula, Vrindavan, Mathura and Dwarka since Lord Krishna eternally performs his transcendental pastimes with his Nityamukta devotees in Golok, Vrindavan, Dham. No, 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 no. The people in Gokula, Vrindavan, Mathura and Dwarka, they are not worldly people. They are transcendental people. But they are most of them Nitya Mukta, some of them are Sadhana Mukta, whatever. But all of them are Mukta. But displaying those pastimes, he teaches other devotees like us. We are reading about these pastimes and learning. So he's showing us we are the, we are the worldly people. How can people in Gokul, Vrindavan, Mathura, and Dwarka are worldly people? No, they're not. They are very, very exalted devotees. So much exalted Dwarka devotees hmm, that the gatekeeper of Krishna's palace. When the demigods are coming, you know, he is telling the Indra, hey, you sit down, you stop, stop your prayers, it's creating a disturbance, noise here, stop your prayers, sit down. You Lord Shiva, you sit down on that bench. Lord Brahma, you wait in the queue first. Krishna is very busy, when he is ready, that time he will call you, that time you come. Okay, now sit down, don't create a big turmoil here, sit down all of you. He, <laughs> I mean demigods, you know, chief demigods of the universe, Brahma, Shiva, Indra are coming. And this is what? Gatekeeper, not even doorkeeper, gate outside. Compound wall gate keeper. He is telling them, sit down, sit down here. Sit. Your, when your queue number comes, then you, then you go inside. Your queue number hasn't come, sit down. Don't offer your prayers and creating a huge turmoil, nonsense, nuisance here. Stop. You are ordering Indra, gatekeeper of Dwarka. How can such a person be a worldly person? <laughs> so, they are all liberated souls. I mean, if anybody tells that to Indra, will Indra keep quiet? If any demon comes and tells that to Indra, Indra will immediately launch war. You know. So, Indra did not, he just shut up and sat down. He sat down. Because he knew the power of Krishna's devotees. A gatekeeper of Krishna. I mean, just imagine who is this Hiranyakashipu and Hiranyaksha and Ravana Kumbhakarna and Shishupal Dantavakar. Who are they? Great demons. So great that Hiranyakashipu alone was managing the entire Indra's job. Varuna's job, Surya's job, everything he was he alone managing the entire universe without any demigods' help. He chased away the demigods and managing everything himself. Who was he? Doorkeeper, Vaikuntha Dwarapalak. Doorkeeper of Vaikuntha is no match for the entire host of demigods in this material world. So powerful. Hmm. Same, Dwarka. Um, so they are all Nityamukta. Next question by Bhakta Virendra. Does Raga Bhakti start after the Ruchi stage in Bhakti? Yeah. That's right. Next question by Bhakta Bhakti in Puja. The friends of Krishna were pastime saints. 
some of them were some of them were coming from the uh, you know <coughs> golok vrindavan itself nitya mukta always come with krishna whenever whenever he comes others they are yes they were sages great great sages so much they became so pure that they became friends of krishna now so kritapunya punja that verse is there you know that verse इत्थम सताम इत्थम सताम ब्रह्म सुखानुभूतिया दास्यम गतादेन ज्ञानीज is but another ordinary child that means ordinary people will think ah this is a ordinary child only and krishna also makes them believe yes i am ordinary child <laughs> so different people see him differently for some oh for the gyanis he is the source of brahman effulgence for the devotees he is the most worshipable lord and for the non devotee materialist rascals uh, he is our ordinary child nothing great about him as they see ye yatha maam prapadyante tam sthathayo bhajami ham as they want to see him he allows them to see him but the cowherd boys they were playing with him that same supreme personality the cowherd boys having accumulated the results of pious activities for many lives were able to associate in this way with the supreme personality of godhead how can one explain their great fortune so yeah many of them were also great great sages and devotees hmm? next um, कमेंट फ्रॉम विष्णु तेजा श्री गौरकिशोदास बाबाजी प्रभु गोस्वामी प्रभुपाद ऑल्सो स्कैटर्ड फिश बोन्स आउटसाइड ऑफ हिज भजन कुटी टू टानिश हिज ओन रेप्यूटेशन आई थिंक आई डोंट नो एक्जैक्टली बट या दे डिड थिंग्स लाइक वेरी बिविल रिंग टू ऑर्डनरी ऑर्डनरी डिवोटीज ऑल्सो अजन्या भक्ति अजन्या क्वेश्चन द कठो उपनिषद इन द फॉलोइंग वर्ड सेज नायमात्मा प्रवचनेन लभ्यो नमेधयान बहुना श्रुतेन यमेवैशवृणुतेतेन लभ्यस्तस्यैश आत्मा विवृणुते तनुम स्वाम सुप्रीम लॉर्ड इज नॉट ऑब्टेन्ड बाय एक्सपर्ट एक्सप्लेनेशंस बाय वास्ट इंटेलिजेंस नॉर इवन बाय मच हियरिंग ही इज ओनली ऑब्टेन्ड बाय ओनली बाय वन हुम ही हिमसेल्फ चूजेस टू सच अ पर्सन ही मैनिफेस्ट हिज ओन फॉर्म कैन यू एक्सप्लेन दिस प्रभु वेल दिस इज अनदर क्लास यू वांट एनीवे द थिंग इज when the lord chooses he will uh, reveal himself now then you may ask so that means all my study of uh, books proper books is useless uh, uh, expert explanations you prabhu you are explaining uh, what is the use because lord will not show his form after your explanations you know and then um, if i am intelligent also i cannot if i hearing also i cannot what is the use of all his devotional activities then if krishna only chooses by his own accord answer is that he will choose only one who is engaged in devotional service in hearing chanting remembering <laughs> all these things <laughs> but it is not that he is obliged to choose 
but he prefers to choose from those who are so it is basically it is saying that krishna is completely independent hmm. to show himself uh, so it, it's not that prabhu uh, we cannot ask uh, krishna hey you know what i am studying your bhagavad gita for 50 years you know how come you are not even showing yourself what kind of uh, krishna are you what kind of bhakta vatsal are you i am bhakta here no you are not vatsal to me what is this uh, that means what you know such a person he will never what is the use of bhagavad gita reading but if he reads with humility with you know then krishna chooses still it's krishna's choice only is not obliged of course he says i am obliged krishna is always he says i am totally totally dependent upon my devotees i have no independence that is his mercy he is saying like that fact also it is a fact also <laughs> but then again he is also the uh, the supreme independent but he chooses to be uh, predominated by the devotees so when he is predominated like that then he shows his true form to the to such a devotee again all on his own choice but he says he he is telling us what will please him so he is saying you become my devotee manmana bhavam bhaktam adhyajimam namaskuru then yes i will be pleased with you so like that he is not that he is obliged by our devotional activities he is not obliged um he is just giving us an opportunity to engage in his service so that he may be pleased that's why we should never think ourselves of doing some great devotional service because no amount of devotional service will satisfy him actually but he chooses to be satisfied by our devotional service and therefore he is satisfied not because of our devotional service but because of his choice of being satisfied with our devotional service and that to that devotional service has to be done through the spiritual master who is a pure devotee not directly from our side so these are the intricacies of devotional understanding next question by bhakta virendra i hope that answered the question though next question by bhakta virendra lord krishna only accepts ragatmika bhaktas over vaidha bhaktas into his golokadham yes most precisely next question by bhaktin puja chaitanya mahaprabhu is radha and krishna in one who is his wife sachi mata is she goddess lakshmi first of all sachi mata is not his wife sachi mata is his mother understand sachi mata is yashoda herself who came as sachi mata his wife were um, what is that vishnu priya and uh, what is that what is the other name krishna priya is it i think i'm vishnu priya and krishna priya i think correct me if i'm wrong please anybody in the comments i don't know how i forgot that first wife second wife is vishnu priya first wife is uh, i think krishna priya i think i think please correct me if i'm wrong i'll wait for the answer uh, is she goddess lakshmi no she so she is yashoda sachi mata is yashoda there is a book called gaur ganodesha deepika by kavi karnapur who is the third son of uh, shivananda sena lakshmi priya yes vishnu tejal thanks that was the word yes lakshmi priya so lakshmi priya is the first wife of chaitanya mahaprabhu vishnu priya is the second wife of chaitanya mahaprabhu and those are the two wives so first wife died within months of marriage and then mother asked him to sachi mata asked him to marry again and he married again vishnu priya but within months of marrying he took sanyas <coughs> um 
नेक्स्ट वट इज दट नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन विष्णु तेजा एडेड गदाधर पंडित आई थिंक ऑल्सो दो राइट वट इज दट गदाधर पंडित इज राधारानी सौंदर्य उत्थामा सुब्रमण्यम पीपल आर इन अवेरनेस ऑफ कोविड बाई वाई गवर्नमेंट डज नॉट गिव इंपॉर्टेंस टू शास्त्र चैंटिंग होली नेम ऑफ द सुप्रीम वेल लेट इज मेक दम अंडरस्टैंड दैट इज अवर प्रीचिंग इफ यू डोंट प्रीच वाई विल द गवर्नमेंट अंडरस्टैंड विष्णु तेज से राइट नो यूर ऑल इज राइट आई मीन यूर डिवोटिंग राइट वेल यू आर सेंग वट इज एन सौंदर्य सौंदर्य उत्थाउ टू प्रोनाउंस योर नेम सौंदर्य उत्थमा सुब्रमण्यन सो पीपल आर एन अवेरनेस ऑफ कोविड बाई वाई गवर्नमेंट डज नॉट गिव इंपॉर्टेंस टू शास्त्र चैंटिंग होली नेम ऑफ सुप्रीम सो वी हैव टू प्रीच दैट मीन्स वी शुड नॉट ब्लेम द गवर्नमेंट वी शुड ब्लेम आवर सेल्स वेर वी वेर वी प्रीच दैट मीन्स वी डो नॉट प्रीच इफेक्टिवली वी शुड मेक दम हर्ड वी शुड प्रीच दैन इज आवर फॉल्ट लेट एस प्रीच लाइक दैट नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन में भक्तिन पूजा वॉज यशोदा माई वॉज इन वाइफ फॉर्म वन शी वॉज चेतन महाप्रभु हु वॉज जानवा माथा नित्यानंद प्रभुज वाइफ आई थिंक यू आर वेरी कन्फ्यूज यशोदा माई इज द मदर सची माता शी वॉज नेवर इन वाइफ दैट रिलेशनशिप ऑफ यशोदा माई विल नेवर चेंज विद चेतन महा आई मीन विद कृष्णा सडनली बिकम शी बिकम्स वाइफ लाइक दैट नो जस्ट लाइक हनुमान ही सडनली सडनली डजन बिकम अ फ्रेंड ऑफ रामचंद्र नथिंग लाइक दैट आई मीन ईवन इज वेन कृष्णा केम वेन कृष्णा एंड रुक्मिणी यू नो केम इन द डिस्गैज ऑफ राम राम एंड सीता ही सॉ दम नो दिस इज नॉट मई राम सीता एंड राम ही डि नॉट फील दट सेम फीलिंग विद रुक्मिणी एंड कृष्णा सी सो दे डोंट मूव दे डोंट बज फ्रॉम देर ओरिजिनल रिलेशनशिप्स यशोदा माई शी इज मदर ऑफ कृष्णा शी विल ऑलवेज बी मदर ऑफ कृष्णा अर्जुन इज फ्रेंड ऑफ कृष्णा ही इज ऑलवेज फ्रेंड ऑफ कृष्णा इन एनी अवतार कृष्णा मे टेक Uh, he also comes and he is always friend with krishna he in fact came as ramanand rai in chaitanya avatar chaitanya leela there uh, <coughs> he was friend of krishna ramanand rai so uh, what i was saying was that this book called gaur ganodesh deepika written by kavikarnapur third son of shivananda sena great devotee of uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu nityananda prabhu in that he he mentioned every devotee what the devotee was in when he was krishna's pastimes like krishna's pastimes were was arjuna in chaitanya's pastimes who was the personality ramanand rai brahma became haridas thakur so who is who in the uh, chaitanya leela all the characters in the chaitanya leela what is their original form original position that is stated in this book called gaur ganodesh deepika which is all very often quoted in the chaitanya charitamrita Like Jagatananda Pandit, he was Satya Bhama, actually. So like that. Saundari Uthan Uthama Subramanian. Okay, Saundari. I think Saundari is easier for me to say. Okay, so next, Bhaktin Puja. Is if true love is not possible in this material world, why God make humans? He made humans to understand the true love. so that we may develop love of godhead in animal form we cannot understand love we can only understand lust but in human form we can understand love and we can attain that love and don't blame god for why he made the humans we are we asked for it it's a bad bargain 
we have to make the best use of it by reviving our love of godhead if uh, true love is not possible in this material world why god make humans that lusty affairs are necessary in this world because we have an appetite for sex so he is giving us chance okay you have sex but have it limited because your real life is to understand me and attain love for me not to be enamored by the lust therefore marriage one partner and that's it finish now save your time for realizing me and attain love not like animals each each male will have 20 25 females around him whether you take pig or dog or lion or whatever all have so many fem- monkeys all have so you don't have unrestricted lust restrict your lust and uh, attain love for me so that's the whole purpose of human human life next question vishnu teja added nitai prabhu married twice vasudha devi was the second is a prayer that goes like jayati jaya vasu janava priya dehime swapadantikam yeah actually this song i'm going to make in a video on my channel it is called nityanashtakam by krishnadas kaviraj goswami hopefully in a few days time that can come out on my youtube channel it's a very beautiful song in fact and there was no proper tune that i saw so i had to compose a tune so it turned out very nice in fact i hope all devotees will relish that and uh, therefore soon i will bring that um, song out yeah nitya 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 prabhu looks like he married he had two wives i think vasudha and janava next question by vishnu teja hari bol tatva prabhu sorry sunugopal prabhu never answered my question from yesterday is everybody that gives bhagavat sapta bogus because there are also people that are ostensibly from the sri sampradaya that do such talks in telugu i don't want to comment on the sri sampradaya but bhagavat sapta is nityam bhagavata sevaya not sapta bhagavat sevaya right what is this verse sukadev goswami only had 7 days to live that's why sapta it was one week but we don't know how many days we have so we have to nityam bhagavat sevaya in that 7 days he was nityam bhagavat sevaya he was doing but he had 7 days in that 7 days he was doing nityam bhagavat sevaya without even eating sleeping drinking fully hearing bhagavatam and sukadev goswami fully speaking bhagavatam so that is nityam bhagavat sevaya so we have to do nityam bhagavat sevaya regularly we have to chant and read bhagavatam every day till the end of our lives नष्टेश भद्रेशु निगवतुतमश्लोके भक्तिर्भवति नैष्ठिकी बै रेग्युर् अटेडेंस इन द क्लास ऑन द भागवतम एंड बै रेंडरिंग ऑफ सर्विस टू द प्योर डिवोटी ऑल दट इज ट्रबल्स इन टू द हार्ट इज ऑलमोस्ट कंप्लीटली डिस्ट्रॉइड एंड लविंग सर्विस एंड द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड हू इज प्रेज विथ ट्रांसेंडेंटल सॉन्ग्स इज एस्टाब्लिश एस एन इवोकबल फैक्ट सो नित्यम ऑलवेज रेग्युर्ली भागवत सेवया हियर द भागवतम So that is real Bhagavat Seva. Saptaha means what? I mean, how can you explain the whole Bhagavatam in one week? Just imagine, Bhagavad Gita was spoken in one hour. Bhagavatam was spoken in one week. But they were spoken to exalted devotees like Arjuna and Parishit. They understood in one hour, one week. We, what? What is our status? Bhagavad Gita, our whole life, we cannot understand properly. What is because of Bhagavatam? What is because of Chaitanya Charitamrita? All these things. So... what is saptah program going on next vishnu teja added 
Andalamma was an incarnation of Bhu Devi, so she is an expansion of Radhika. Uh, yeah, expansion of expansion of expansion. Any female is actually we also are female. Jivarasi, we are also female actually. Prakriti, para prakriti. So that is again prakriti. <coughs> so only Purusha is Krishna. Only Purusha. Govindam Adi Purusham. The original male. We are all fake fake males. We are all you know. Even the woman also here wants to be a male. Because we wants to be an enjoyer. Male means the enjoyer. Female means the enjoyed. So here in the in the form of male and female, everybody is trying to be a male. We are all fake males. Adipurusham, the real male, the original male. That is Krishna, Govinda. Alright. I will stop here. Chaitanya Charitamrita ki jai, Shri Radha Krishna ki jai, Shri Shri Radha Krishna ki jai, <coughs> Radha Madan Mohan ki jai, Shri Shri Radha Damodar ki jai, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami ki jai, Rupa Goswami ki jai, Shri Prabhupada ki jai, Anand Kodi Vaishnav Vrind ki jai, Nitai Gaur Primanande Hari Hari Bol Hare Krishna.